Mr. Oliver Aguilar. Gold starts giving me shivers. I just got a shiver. Leaning out of his camera frame. And Mr. Kevin Byer. The only thing I like better than cold starts are cold showers. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. It really doesn't mean anything. Okay. Me leaning hey. out of my frame is not a big deal because there's like 20 people watching and everybody else is listening. Sure. Welcome, everybody. We're back, man. Eric's not here this week. Uh, he had a kid, and I guess that t- needs attention or something. I don't know. Had to take it into the mechanic, get it looked at. Get it checked up on. Yeah, so he's not here. That's mechanic. the way those things work, right? Mechanics yeah. tighten up some bolts. Change the fluids. Inflate the tires. Check the pressure. Oh, yeah, pressure. Mm-hmm. It's very important yeah. for babies to be on pressure. Well, when you're driving on them, you don't want them, you know, if they're a little too soft or a little too overinflated, they start to wear. You just yeah, get your you, pressure you check. Yeah, you lose out on your mileage. Exactly. Eric's yeah. wife gave birth to a baby girl that they named Ellie. Little baby girl. And according to them, has nothing to do with The Last of Us. Yeah, which apparently. Which I don't believe. Neither do I. Nice. But. You don't, you guys don't believe it? Why not? Ellie is a very common name. I only know one other person named Ellie. I know zero people. Well, now I know one person named Ellie, and that's Eric's kid. And true to his word, he put that fucking Mega Man hat right on her head. (laughs) Right when she popped out. Good for him. (laughs) Sticking to it. It, um... I asked him if they have a boy, if they're gonna name uh, their boy Joel... And he got all shifty. He's like, no, we're not going to. We wouldn't do that. I don't know. Uh-uh. So. Dodge the question. So Another yes. another Matt Eads prediction that's going to come true in a couple years down the line? I'm Matt's, a prophet. Matt's been shooting pretty good on his prophecies. I didn't call Ellie. I had no idea. So. That's no. where Eric is. And we're back. To talk about some video games, because the winter of long video games is almost... Oh, well, I'd say it is Actually, over. It, it, it's, it's, it's over for a week, and as soon as we're done, like, these two games, or maybe three games that I've been playing, I think it's going to be another long winter. No way, man. Diablo's what's, what's on Tuesday? Eh, not for me. Um, Technically Monday night. Well, yeah. Did you book the whole week off to play Diablo? No, no, just just the day after. Oh, okay. I, I took Wednesday off because Tuesday I'm also going to a San Jose game. Well, oh, sweet. Te- te- you could call it an Edmonton game because it's in Edmonton. But <laughs> I was having this conversation with my buddies because they went and they saw that Edmonton-Calgary game last night. And they were going to talking about hockey? Hockey. Hockey? Yeah. Battle hockey. of Alberta. Super important to some people here. And important enough to sell out the, the, the Coliseum we have here. And that's oh, something like 16,000 people. And so yeah, I asked them... Every, every Oiler game sells out. 
Yeah, so I asked him like how much are these tickets? He's like the ones well, the ones we're getting are two hundred and eighty bucks. And I'm like, how do these fucking bums manage to sell out an arena like consistently at two hundred and eighty bucks? Unless, a little pride, all of unless it's pride. With, like Calgary fans, like who would pay <laughs> that much money to watch these guys? Like Kevin's only going to see San Jose because that's his team. He's not going to see the Oilers. Well, he's going yeah. to see them lose. Hopefully, uh, yeah. And he's like, well, you know, it's it's more the atmosphere than anything. And guess what the atmosphere was like last night when we were losing 8-1. to one. Ooh, that's what I want to see. I want to see another 8-1 to one loss. Jesus. Yeah, is that low? Yeah, right. Chop, chopping your forehead off. There you go. Blocking, got, uh, we call that. I got some free tickets from a buddy of mine. The only problem is I have to go with him. Which buddy? <laughs> the guy I work with. Oh. I like never talk to him, and he's like, "Hey, I got these sweet front row seats to the Oilers game." Oh, you guys are going on a little date. He's and asking like, you on oh, a date. Oh man, my you're my best friend. Like, you've been I'm like, well, free tickets. I guess I can pretend to be friends with you for one day. Did he just notice like you wear your San Jose jersey, and he was like, "Hey, you're a San Jose fan." Yeah, that's pretty much it. He walked up to me and said, Hey, I got tickets to the San Jose game. I know you like San Jose. Oh, that's that's funny. Do you literally not talk to this guy, like, ever? No, no, we work in close proximity. But So I, you never talk? Is he like, hey, 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 Kevin, how are you? I'm, I'm of the mindset that I have enough friends. I don't need work friends to, to follow me away from work. Like, I'm fine being friends with people I work with while I'm at work. <laughs> But weekends I, and evenings, that's for me. I sort of share that too. Like I'm, it's a little different in that I do not want to meet new people. I have enough friends <laughs> that I hang out with on a regular, and then like, and then there's just like the satellite friends, and then there's work friends. Some of them have crossed over to like the satellite barrier, and some to close. But like, yeah, whenever I meet new people, I'm kind of resentful, and I'm just like, Ugh, I don't really want to go. Do this song and dance. We're like, hey, how's your day? You oh, just hate him. Hey, you. I don't. I don't. Asshole. You know, I just resentful. It's just a song and dance for me now, and I don't. I'm, I'm uninterested in like so meeting new people. You're saying that all human interaction is just bullshit. We're just robots programmed by the man. Well, at the very beginning, it's always like you always just feel around for some for some common ground, right? Like, hey, Not me. nope. Cut to the chase, just... man. I'm like, hey. Are we going to be friends? Yes or no? <laughs> Tell me right now, motherfucker. And if they take too long to decide, they're not they are not quick enough to be my friends. So it's like, oh, they, too, they too have that They have that timer running out on their screen when you ask yeah. them that question, eh? And then I hold up, Matt will remember that above my head. <laughs> <laughs> now we know why Matt sits alone. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what did you guys do with your uh, last, last couple weeks? We didn't do a show last week because I was back in Edmonton where I played some games. Yeah, you were back in Edmonton, where arguably it's the yeah. easiest to do shows. Mm-hmm. Well, and no, that, that's extremely arguable because then I got to bring all this yeah, shit. Yeah, that's, and... that's the argument there. But and remember that... how we do this years before? It was we got together mm-hmm. around a table, like a, a, a in one real room table, like bunch of dudes room. fucking in a basement. We logged yeah, into Second exactly Life, and we, we all logged it. on our furries. <laughs> we're just doing a show, man. It's the furry show. What's the problem? Yeah, we splash you over into some hentai. I actually didn't. I wasn't able to meet up with you last weekend. What did What did you get up to? Um, 
Nothing, man. I got to Kevin's house, and then he was doing something, so I put in this game called Dark Souls. Oh, man. And then I ended up playing, like, 15 hours of Dark Souls, and then I drove back to Grand Prairie, and then I bought Dark Souls, and then I played a bunch more Dark Souls. <laughs> oh, you're in it. I am in Dark Souls. What the fuck happened? Two I, weeks. I still can't believe that. It got to you. I know. I you don't... said for so long uh... that you were never going to play this game. And here I am now. Here I am. It all. It. You know what got me is I always kind of make fun of like, why would people want to just watch somebody else play a game? Why wouldn't you just want to play a game? And then I was watching these guys play this Dark Souls game. And I'm like, yeah, you know, this this looks okay. I could probably do this. And then I just got way into it. Who's these guys? Who are you watching? Vinco and company. Oh, yeah, man. yeah, little premium uh, content there. Kind of justifying that that purchase, hey? Yeah, yeah, five dollars. Money well spent. You know what? Is premium content only five dollars? Yeah, five bucks a month. Well, that's okay. Yeah, but we're not here to talk about other shows. Fuck those shows. Remember when we when we threw around the idea of premium content? Yeah, we kind of, sort of did. We got stuff mm. on. Uh, there's a little behind the scenes stuff for anybody who donated. They're still trickling in, which is weird. Really? Yeah. Sometimes one will come in, and I'm like, "Cool, thank you," but that's weird. That's my lunch weird. Maybe, yeah. uh, maybe they signed up for like the the Kickstarter welfare program, where it's yeah, like well, layaway. They're like, "Okay, I want to donate fifty dollars to the Manatank podcast, but I'm super poor, so can we put that on layaway?" Then every every couple weeks they put in twenty five cents, fifty cents. Oh, and now they're just getting... Now they finally hit the okay. threshold, so get, it, it all comes through. Three years past the stream, but I mean, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I played uh, a lot of Dark Souls. A lot of Dark Souls. You like it. Uh, yeah. I like you like yeah, it. Yeah, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in Dark Souls now. Is it the challenge? Is it the storyline? Is it the characters? Uh, it's, like, once, there, so I had, like, a fundamental shift where you kind of just gotta accept that you are supposed to die, and you will die, and it's not the end of the world. Because in a lot of games, I mean, you can go through lots of games without dying a single time, or, you know, you die very rarely. But, uh, Dark Souls, you're gonna die a whole bunch. The PC version I bought is called Prepare to Die Edition. And once you kind of, once you kind of accept that, it's, it's, uh, it's fun. As long as I'm making progress... Even if it's small progress, like I go up and you know get a little farther each run, because you got to run back and get your corpse, and then you got to keep going. Uh, it's it's okay, yeah. But as soon as I stop making progress, I'm I'm probably gonna be like, well, this is sort of stupid. But I mean, you've been using a walkthrough for most of it, so you should be able to progress. I actually stopped using the walkthrough. I got back to where I got uh, when I was playing at your place, because I was playing on Kevin's Xbox. And then uh, I just bought it on Steam when I got back home. So I had to redo all that first content. And I haven't been using the walkthrough since. And it's... Uh, harder? A, yeah. A lo- <laughs> it's not harder. It's just like, you don't know where you're supposed to be. Like, you're you're in an... There's a whole bunch of different environments. You can access basically the entire game right out of the gate. And, like, I have no idea if I'm in an area that's way too high level for me. Or if I just suck. Or if I'm, you know, just building my character wrong. And so some of that stuff gets frustrating. It turns out that I was, because uh, I talked with Eric a bit, 
it turns out I spent like nine hours just trying to clear out this one zone of like kill one dude you know I'll ended up dying okay next time kill two dudes ended up dying and I just kept bashing my face into it till I got past it and apparently that's like one of the last zones in the game which I wasn't supposed to be at yet, but I... Oh, was, was that the uh, the place with the drag, the drakes? Yeah, all those dragons, yeah. I went and fought <laughs> all, every single dragon, including the uh, the boss in there. Cleared that zone out. I just brute-forced my way through it. And uh, now I'm kind of unstoppable. Like, the rest of the game is just sort of a pushover right now, so... Are you doing two? You're, you're playing... One. I'm doing oh. Dark, the first Dark Souls, yeah. Also, there's, like, nobody playing that game anymore. Which just sort of sucks. There's like the odd message on the ground. Uh, you'll see a blood stain here and there. But there's really the PC version, anyways. There's like nobody, nobody playing it. Well, when I was watching you play in the Xbox version, there was still quite a few messages and not not many blood stains. But I I remember seeing quite a bit of messages. Yeah, there's way less on Steam, which makes sense because it came out way after, and it was a shitty port when it came out. But uh, it just kind of sucks that. There's no one there. Like, I want to invade dudes, and I want to, like, help people kill bosses, and I want to try that whole multiplayer aspect of it out, but there just hasn't been enough people. It's so are, game, you, are you still busting the sword and board? Yeah, fat roll. Absolutely. Shield and sword, that's my play style. Take the hit, take the first hit on the shield, and then uh, kind of learn their attack patterns, and then just... You know, I got this really dope sword that just fucks people up, so I just hit them with that a whole bunch, and that's it. There's a couple sure. fights where uh, you're supposed to be, like, you're supposed, you're supposed to have some range, and I have zero range, so there are a couple fights which were, like, super, super hard, and I ended up just going and buying, like, a bow from the merchant and as many arrows as I could find, and then kind of just cheesing the, one of the bosses by sort of standing in an area where he can't get you and then shooting 700 arrows into him, <laughs> which took a real long time, but, you know. It's Dark Souls. It's Dark Souls. So yeah. are you are you thinking that uh, you're going to play through it again when you're done, like New Game Plus, or are you going to try a new character style, or are you just going to put it down? I'm probably going to put it down and go to two, once I finish yeah. it. Yeah, I heard great things about two. Apparently, two is huge as well, like five or six times the size of Dark Souls, and Dark Souls is pretty big. So yeah, I watched uh, about half an hour of a speed run. This guy was doing Dark Souls two speed run. So uh, he was, like, naked the entire time. He had a couple stone swords, and that's it. But uh, in the half hour I was watching, he probably got through, like, six or seven bosses. Yeah, there have been uh, a couple bosses, too, that I've uh, had to fight naked. Because as you get more armor, you move slower. And some of the bosses, if you take off all your armor, you uh, can just, like, you're just strafing left, basically, and they just can't hit you. So there were a couple bosses I... I don't know. I don't know if it's really cheesing the boss. Well, because I, mean, I sort of think that's kind of how you have to do them. Because like, Yeah, that's how these games are. Yeah, yeah that's, that's Dark uh, Souls. One of the character classes, I'm pretty sure, can't equip any armor. So. Hmm. If that's, I don't know. Like, it's, it's built into the game that that's how it works. So. Yeah, I don't, I'm kinda, I don't consider it cheesing. I'm leaning like farther and farther to... like Maybe I should just not wear armor ever. Because I'm taking the hit on my shield... And armor doesn't affect that. But if I ever get hit without the shield, I'm just dying anyways. It's just a one-hit kill no matter what. Because I'm apparently not where I'm supposed to be in the game. So I might I might just do like the second half of the game totally naked. Except for my sword and shield. And see how that goes. It's fun though. Making progress. 
When Eric was here, he tried to really like hold my hand and, and um, play it. But um, like I got the, I got the basics down, and I I started to understand that it's not hack and slash. I can't go in there like I'm fucking Kratos or anything. And I sort of got like the the myth, uh, how do you say it? Methodology. Mythos. No. Methodology. Is that is that apply? Sure. When, when you're methodical, this is yeah. how that game is. You gotta if be slow, that, and yeah. you gotta watch for patterns. Yeah. It's so satisfying. I started, I started getting that. I don't know how... I didn't play it much after he, he showed me how to play it, but I sort of started getting the, the an appreciation for it. Were you playing Dark Souls or Demon Souls? Demon Souls. Was it Demon Souls? Yeah, it was yeah. Demon Souls. Uh, yeah, I think he took me all the way to the, to, to the very beginning there. See, I don't like Demon's Souls, because in Demon's Souls, when you die, you lose a chunk of your max health, and I think that keeps stacking up. Like, death is way more devastating in Demon's Souls than it is in Dark Souls. Dark Souls, if you die, you drop your corpse, and you lose all your souls, and uh, this other resource you have called Humanity, and uh, you, have, you always have a chance to go and get it, but if you die again, it's gone forever, and even when that happens, it's not the end of the world. Like, death isn't super, super devastating in Dark Souls, which is Unless good because you, like, you know thirty thousand souls sitting on you, and you haven't been back to a bonfire. Well, yeah, but if you if you if that happens, you're bad. <laughs> you're setting yourself up for failure because you know you're probably gonna die. So if you have more than ten thousand souls, you might as well spend them. Yeah, that's that speed run I was watching. The guy only went to the bonfire once in the half an hour, and he had like two hundred and fifty thousand souls by the time he got to one. Holy shit. This um this is the kind of game where you kind of either jump in uh, right when it comes out and sort of get on the zeitgeist and everybody's talking about it and then you're like, oh, you know, discussing strategies because there's uh, stuff too where you can kill like any NPC you want and some of them have uh, incredible loot on them, but if you leave them alive till the end of the game, they'll, you know, give you something else then and it's it's a lot of stuff you can only figure out by either looking at a guide or talking to people or playing through the game a thousand times, I guess, if you're a crazy person. Yeah, a lot of trial and error. Yeah, so it's it's sort of... I'm sort of bummed that I'm, like, so late to the party on Dark Souls. Hop into two. I'm gonna wait for it to come on PC, I think, before I get it. It's supposed to be out in uh, April, end of April. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. yeah. That's Dark well- Souls. I'm glad. I'm glad you're liking it. When you didn't start texting me, I'm like, "Wow, this is fucking weird," because you know. were one of the biggest naysayers. I know it was really weird. It was super weird. <laughs> Something in the air in Kevin's flooded house. <laughs> is your house flooding again? Is it flooding season? Yeah, it's flo- it's always flooding season. <laughs> but I, don't know. Uh, I never think it's that bad. But whatever all the time, so you just kind of get used to it. Just wear your water gators in the in the in the yeah. basement. Get the Galoshes, galoshes. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. Dark Souls. Matt, I went to the dentist for the first time in six years, seven years, something like that. Go? Got my teeth cleaned out. Well, I went because uh, I was having a bit of jaw pain, and it turns out I have an impacted wisdom tooth. They're gonna have to take out. Yeesh. But it's like I have one wisdom tooth in my head, and it's right on the the bottom uh, right there, and it's apparently it's like growing into the bone or something. So they 
couldn't do it at the dentist. They're sending me to a plastic surgeon to get it removed, and so that's real fun. Sure then you can get some that work on your nose that you've. Well, always yeah, wanted. I'm gonna get you know the cheekbones maybe maybe a little higher there, a little bit of Botox. You know, we'll see. We'll see what's in the budget. I think you should just go for the Hoff. Yeah, you think so? <laughs> just get the full Hoff. I don't know if I can afford the Hoff. That's a big nose job. That's a big nose. That's an investment in your radio career. Yeah. You got to take yeah. those headshots and those billboards. So I went to the dentist, got my teeth cleaned. Um, Any cavities? No, no cavities, but... Six years? Wow. Yeah, I've never never had a cavity, but uh, apparently... Actually, I haven't had a cavity either. They, uh, like, my hygienist was giving me the gears because if you don't go and get your teeth cleaned, I guess, like, plaque builds up, and she had to just, like, scrape my teeth for, like, two hours. Like, literally two yeah. hours. It would took fucking forever. And she even said, she's like, I gotta push a patient back to tomorrow so that we can finish your teeth. And I'm like, oh, shit. I think you just Sorry. had a sh shitty, shitty hygienist because the last time I went to the dentist, it was over 10 years that I had gone. And it was like 45 minutes. You floss your well, teeth? It, it, no. Flossing is for lazy people, or flossing is for bitches. I hate flossing too. My gums bleed, and then you get that blood. I just, I can't get my fingers in there good enough to, yeah, get like a good floss. So it's like, what's the point? What Matt's saying is, is, is true, because yeah, that plaque does build up, and I, I get it a lot because I got this bridge in the back of my, my lower front teeth here, because I used to have braces, but they put a bridge there, and it's a, it's a. It's a place where plaque really builds up. So whenever I go into the dentist and she's like, well, you haven't been flossing again. I'm like, oh, I haven't. And she's, <laughs> yeah, so she's back there. She's scraping, scraping, scraping. And it can take a long time, especially yeah. if like, I, I'm thinking that Matt's uh, dental hygienist or whatever just wanted to get that done and get it through and over with or whatever. And with you, in your case, Kevin, I think they just wanted you out the door. Yeah, because you're probably being ignorant. They're like, let's get this fucking ass or whatever. Let's, let's teeth rot. Whatever. Nah, this she, guy out of here. She was shocked at how how good my teeth looked for not being at a dentist in over 10 years. Oh, there you go. That's something. My hygienist was also a calendar model. She's well, she's uh, in the Bear Babes calendar. Oh, really? Yeah. So Tell she him. was... She was giving me the gears about how I never floss and how I gotta get to the dentist more. So now I floss my teeth. That's there you go. Now it's yeah. falling in place. You're probably like, hey, you hook me up on this teeth plan, and I'll hook you up on that next year's calendar. Yeah, next like, year's yeah, pair, okay. babes. No let's, problem. Let's push all these other appointments. We need to get the Maddie's teeth clean. Mm -hmm. And they did. She, so now I'm just waiting to get that tooth out of my face. She's good looking though. Uh, she was well. She was pretty. She didn't look anything like her calendar shot. She had boobs on your shoulder, though. I looked up her calendar. No, no, not really. She's not a hairdresser. You know, you're <laughs> laying way back, and she's standing behind you. The boobs aren't touching anything at any point. It's fingers oh. fingers in face, fingers in seat, mouth. Like, they jack the seat up, and then it's so it's like working height. No, that's... No. Nope. It all depends on how big the boobs are, right? I mean, maybe she, maybe she's just not have a little bit really big boobs then yeah then that, that's up. also another you know what she it's not she wasn't like falling out of her shirt or anything there you she go. was short she was really short like i'm not tall apparently apparently i'm five nine uh that's she must have been she must have been like five one tops 
She was oh, short. Super short. Yeah. short. Yeah, the dentist sucks, but you gotta go. When are you oh. going for that wisdom tooth? They're supposed to call me anytime now. Oh, yeah? Do you have yeah. to stay in Grand Prairie for that, or are you coming to Edmonton? No, I'm getting it done here. Oh, wow. Whoa, they have people in Grand Prairie who can do that sort of thing? Well, they come up from Edmonton for the first week of every month. Okay, that so... makes sense, because I wouldn't think that that, that fucking nowhere town would have dental surgeons or the dentists, <clears throat> that's what they're called, right? Plastic surgeons. Plastic I'm going to a plastic surgeon. That's a face surgeon. That seems weird. I don't know. I, I'm no doctor. I stood in a, a thing that, like... You stand there and it spins around your head and goes, and she says, don't move because it'll take your ears off. And you say, okay. And then they give you this x-ray and then she says, look, that tooth is fucked up. You're going to have to go see someone about this. And I said, okay. I'm no expert. Somebody in the chat, J Mays, says link the calendar shot. And I think you very should. Sure, I'll try and find it. Awesome. Um, what about you guys? I have wisdom teeth. Like, everybody has wisdom teeth, but mine have not moved at all. Like, because that's what happens when wisdom teeth Not everybody has happen. wisdom teeth. Isn't that some right? people, No, some people don't have any wisdom teeth. Well, because, like, they're, they're back here, and depending on how your jaw grows and how your teeth grows or whatever, they, they, they start moving in, and that's when... And they're, they just go in at a weird angle, and that's when you have to get them taken out. Like, they're not teeth. They're not usable teeth. They're just there as nuisance or whatever. No, some, some people, they grow in totally fine. Some people... Oh. Uh, some people just don't have any. Okay, well, mine are there, and they're not, like, they're not affecting me at all. Like, they, they saw them coming, and I think it's because I had braces that, like, my teeth were able to sort of space out that uh, they're not affecting me at all. So I'm sort of glad about that, because I hear they're just a pain in the ass. Yeah. Especially if you don't get them taken out or uh, addressed in one way I or another. And I hadn't been in so long that if I was there, they probably could have found them, maybe, but who right. knows? So, whoops. Here, I'm going to link, uh, it's actually a video of, like, her photo shoot. I'll link it in the chat. So, um, what just, what made you go? Like, you finally got some coverage, and you're like, hey. And then my jaw was hurting. Oh, I'm yeah, like, right. I'm like, right. shit, something hurts, I gotta go. You guys get any benefits being radio stars? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we get benefits. Sweet. Big benefits. You gotta look after the mouth. That's my... I don't want to sound like I'm selling blowjobs, but that's how I make my cash, alright? So, I mean... Just up and selling blowjobs. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. I can't uh, find the chat for some reason. What about you guys? What did you guys do your last uh, couple weeks there? God Uh, Not much... My Nothing. dog, my dog's going blind. Hideo's going blind. Aw. I know, it's sad. That sucks. My yeah. condolences. Thanks. Blind pets, they're not the, it's not the end of the world. No, it's not. And, like, it's a dog, right? He'll he'll make do. It's just going to be sad when... Because he's losing his sight. It's it's pretty bad. It's it's comical, really, because we, we just started noticing it, and he, like, he could not find his uh, toys for, for the life of him. Is he, like, bumping into shit? Um, walking off of staircases. No, it wasn't. It didn't get that bad. But like, Amber would, would um throw his toys around and whatever. He'd hear it, and then he'd go to where he last heard it, like last known. Oh yeah, shit! He's been playing too much Splinter Cell. And then just kind of like, just, just, just like 
weaving in and out of it. He could not see it when it was when it was still. Oh, it's not point of posting in the thing. I don't think we can post links in our chat. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I I can't even see the chat for some reason, so I don't know what's going on with this Hangouts bidness. But uh, I'll tweet it. How about? Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, um, yeah, I have no idea what's going on here. That's okay. I I tweeted it. I tweeted the link for anybody watching uh, live that want to see the video. It's a hot video. Hot video, buddy. <laughs> Good looking lady. Yeah, so Amber started getting concerned, and we decided to take him to the vet. And the vet did a couple like um, like light tests and like some pressure tests and stuff. And he noticed that his eyes, the retinas, were not like uh, dilating. Oh shit, he was high. <laughs> <laughs> and so he's like, uh, it's 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 looking critical. So you're gonna have to see a specialist. We went to see a specialist earlier last week. And the specialist is like, yeah, they're detached retinas. His his eyes are bad. Like one of them, his left side here, uh, it's it's almost completely gone, and his right side is actually deteriorate, deteriorating a lot. Hmm. And what happened? What he thinks? Because he couldn't see any like signs of damage. He couldn't see any signs of trauma or whatever. So we're not neglectful pet owners. That's that's reassuring. Or if you are, you hide it really well. You know, you you know to hit him with the phone book because it doesn't leave bruises. Anyways, so what he thinks is that this this left eye was going and going and going and going while his right eye was still fine, and so he could still see stuff just at a reduced rate. He's a dog. He can't communicate that. And so when this one started going, that's when we started noticing, like, the him looking around for things, him bumping into things and whatever. And then by then, it was just it's just too late. How's the uh, solid eye market looking for pets right now? Is it... Uh, Still R&D needs a bit stage. of catching up, yeah. R&D stage, the uh, R&D department's not really bolstered up enough to get no. that going. Hmm. How come you don't just uh, laser eye surgery that? I'm sure you Again, can do that. R&D. They're, they're inventing the tech. Not enough guys, not enough time to train a cat. Yeah. Well, that's sad. But It, it is, but like, I mean, they're blind, blind, blind pets. aren't the end there of the world. Are, there are a lot of blind dogs, and we... As as his owners, we're just kind of ha- gonna have to like adjust. Like, one of the things is like we cannot start moving furniture around all willy nilly because once that his his eyes go for good, he's gonna have that memory in his head about where things are. So he'll, as long as we keep things like okay, he'll he'll know where things are. He'll bump yeah. into things still, but like he'll it won't it won't freak him out. Have you considered a seeing eye dog for your blind dog? We have actually. Hmm. Like uh, and... that's that's another story that we we were looking on the internet. Is that a real thing? That's not a real thing. It's not a seeing eye dog. It's just like a puppy friend. So that oh, just to yeah, just to like hang out, and this puppy will like um like Hideo will 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 like latch on or like put his head on on the the other one's rump, and they can move around like in snake formation. Oh yeah. Hmm. Wow. Hmm. My life, hey, my life is hundred percent Metal Gear. Yeah. How about that, Metal Gear? Yeah, and then that happened, and then my life was complete. Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. Came out, yeah. Tuesday. 20 bucks. 30 bucks, thank you very much. $20 digital. $20 on current gen, 
or last gen, $30 on PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. Even digital? Even digital. Are you sure? So what are you paying? I will bet for? I will bet you the price of with the game whatever it may be. Uh what a, it doesn't matter. It's it's weird like their pricing structure. They even reduced it a little bit. Yeah. Cuz uh I would have paid is still kind of How do you feel bucks. about 30 30 bucks for that purchase? What was the original price? It was um 40 I think. 40? Yeah. I would have paid whatever. You know this. <laughs> yeah. That game is short. That game is uh I've gotten a good, like, six, seven, eight hours already. Yeah, so have I. It's dense. There's a lot of stuff to do, but they kind of set you up with... Uh, it's like make your own fun, almost. It's just a big sandbox, and then they kind of say, okay, here you go. Yeah, have fun. Kinda... There's not a ton of stuff. Like, if you're looking for uh, traditional Metal Gear games where you just want to go through and see the cutscenes and watch Snake go... Well, there's, like... A minute or two of that, but that's it. It's the first mission from the game, basically, from Phantom Pain. Yeah. And that's sort of shitty that they released that first mission by itself from what will, I assume, be a $60 game for $30. Like, that's not half the content of Phantom Pain. So, I don't know. Yeah. I still bought it. I still, I'm still i still enjoying it, but it is... When you put it like that, yeah, it's it's, it's pretty... Shitty, and I've had this conversation at at work f- with people, and they're like, "Wow, you paid that much for that little?" Because the whole the whole story here is that the main line of this this thing is two hours long. So a lot of guys were like, "Wow, two hours if that they, if they two decided, hours." Yeah, I, I finished it in like just under my my first time was just over. It's it's two hours, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I, I took I took about two, but I was purposely like going slow and savoring it because I'm like, this is gonna be over really soon. So, I did a speed run and I did it in 20 minutes. You can do it in like three minutes if you really know what you're doing. Uh, three minutes is a little short, I think, but it 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 can get super short. Anyways, it's awesome. It's fucking so awesome. Metal Gear got dark, like dark as shit, all of a sudden. Yeah, like well, super dark. Like to like, we're talking yeah. like torture, rape, removing organs out of people and replacing them with bombs, like nuts and bolts in Achilles' tendons. Yeah. That was in like a fifteen-year-old kid's Achilles Holy. tendons. It's fucked up, man. I don't know <sighs> when Metal Gear got so dark, but like, there was a lot. There's actually a lot in that little. I mean, it's probably. I don't know, 25 minutes of cutscenes if you run the whole thing together. Yeah, but, like, maybe. there were a ton of moments where I was like, what the f- what is going on? <laughs> a dude is arm deep in a person just reaching around with guts pouring out trying to find yeah. a bomb. Like, it's fucked up. Um, I, I want to say that it's... No, it hasn't always been like no, that. But yeah, no, maybe not even close. Well, is it because it like there was there was torture and stuff in like two, but it was always goofy. It was always kind of it wasn't as visceral. That's what I want to say. Yeah, but it was always that. sort of goofy because like you bust out of the torture thing and then you're turning naked cartwheels. Yeah, like there's no all the it seems like all the silliness is gone out of Metal Gear. There's no no room for that anymore. Now it's just fucked up, dark shit. There's no guy shitting his pants in this one, at least. Not, not yet. Not, not yet. Yeah. I bet there will be. 
Or no, it'll be some horrible spin on that. Like, I don't even want to think about it. I want to know. <laughs> they keep him in the barrel, and then he shits his pants, and then he just has to live in his barrel where he shit his pants. I like forever. it. I've always, I've always taken the Metal Gear like uh, storyline and, and their characters, per, characters pretty seriously. And with this new one, it it's just kind of doing it. Yeah. Right. And in, and there's no tongue in cheek kind of um, there's no tongue in cheek like little side jokes like the guy shitting his pants. There's no weird like Playboy magazines laying about that you can look look at. And there's not just weird stuff like because yeah, I was a, I was a guy was doesn't have a, an exclamation point shaved into his hair. There was there were. I was constantly looking for things like I, I'd be up in a search tower and I'd be looking and looking to tag guys um, here and there and I, I'd be expecting to find like two two guards just goofing off and and doing something funny but there was none of that which I I appreciate right? yeah. he's he's going for a really darker tone here and I like that I like well, that a lot. all that being said in the Phantom Pain there is a mute character who only wears a bra and panties named Quiet so. It is still kind of fucking stupid, but you know what? You're right. They'll probably still do some of that stuff because I mean that's that's trademark uh, Metal Gear stuff. They'll probably do that type of stuff in Phantom Pain, and even in this game, there's the Deja Vu mission where you where you can play as like the the original uh, low res model for Solid Snake and run around in this high definition next gen base that they have and so okay, it, yeah. it's kind of weird like that they, they'll always have that type of stuff it plays great I really like what they did uh, with Metal Gear this time around Snake doesn't feel like such a bumbling old bastard anymore yeah he feels precise and like yeah. just like he controls really tight and you can do you you can kill at will whereas oh, yeah. the other one was super like clumsy and you gotta like be pressing the L1 button with the with the triangle or whatever this one is like i think they owe it part to really modernizing the controls like a shooter should but i just feel i i think it just feels so great they give you a lot of tools too like i jumped when i played i jumped in an aa gun and was shooting guys i jumped in the tank at one point like my first time through uh i'm pretty proud i didn't die i did it all in one oh well mission yeah but like my it was like a hot extraction because <laughs> called the helicopter in and they're like are you sure this there's a lot of guys around here because you have like a bunch of different zones where come in. yeah if there's if there's enemies in the area it'll be like hey heads up uh your chopper might get blown up and then you're fucked and i'm like no it's cool i got this tank i got this gun let's do it call and it just, in cause yep mowing dudes down like paz was on my back getting shot up a bunch but whatever she had it coming them's the breaks and uh, made it out of there. It was hot. It was really hot. And then there's that cutscene at the end where shit just goes totally sideways. Oh, man. Outer Heaven's being blown up. Yeah. They, like, they did a good job of setting it up. I sort of understand why this was released uh, in such a small piece of content. Because they do set it up really well. And they just kind of get you in, like... If you've ever played a Metal Gear game before and you're sort of like, well, you know, Metal Gear is kind of an antiquity almost it's you know stealth controls are kind of shitty it's got dumb ai like they do a great job of pulling it into the now yeah i think mm -hmm. it's fine because there's a lot of guys that i work with 
that are unfamiliar with Metal Gear, and, and I've been sitting in the... Because one guy bought it, and he's always asking me questions about like the story, characters, all that type of stuff. And I just sound like a crazy person when I'm trying to explain this fucking history. Just and read that 10-page story recap on the main menu. <laughs> and it, it's tough because... Like there's 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 so many things. Like every time I mention something, they have a question about this thing, and then I'll veer off into like that whole thread, and then I've left off this whole thread, and it's just super confusing. And yeah. I I can see how it's tough for people to just jump into here, but playing through this, I try to I try to look at it. Like I can't deny what I know about this game, but I try to look at it. Um. With 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 a thought like, would this make sense for for people who don't know? And I feel like it lets you know enough, even if you sort of skip out on the, on that backstory, it, it, it gets you... I, I feel like it would let people like become curious as to, hey, who's this, who's this Chico kid and what's, what's, what's going on? And this Paz character, who appears to be a traitor, but Snake has some, some sort of like attachment yeah, to her. Snake's a soft touch like he's just such a he's a rube is what he is <laughs> they do a good job of like laying out all the the backstory in a way that makes sense because like even to me i knew it all but at some point uh, it i didn't really get the motivations like why would snake just go and start this you know military company off seas uh it's just metal gear whatever but they do a good job of kind of if you uh, take humanizing it, if- it. If if people would take the time to read that 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 the backstory, um, those couple pages, eleven pages of story, it it sort of falls into place. Kind of. The, just, I feel like those stories do a really dumb job of explaining it because they're like, Snake loves the boss. The boss is a robot. The the robot boss jumped in a lake. Start the game. And you're yeah. like, oh yeah, okay, great. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Um. I don't know. You started off in 4. I remember this. You started yep. off Metal Gear 4. I did. And that was just your jumping off point, and after that, you were you were in it. What made you in it? And do you think that there's enough of this, of Ground Zeroes, to grab people? Like, I don't, is, is, a, is a Metal Gear going to fight a Metal Gear? Like, that's kind of... I think that was the moment that, where I'm like, okay, yeah. Metal Gear. <laughs> but, I, I, uh, I don't know. I liked it so much, because, I don't know, you liked it so much. And I had that person where I could be like, what does this mean? What does this mean? What does this mean? And yeah. I was more than happy to go off on those tangents. And having played video games, you could be like, okay, I'm going to sound a little crazy. It's like, well, no, I, I know video games. It's fine. Just tell me the stupid convoluted story about how d- d- nano machines, whatever. Kevin Hey Have you seen anything of this game? Uh, I saw it on the PlayStation Store That's it, eh? I waved Said, hey, Metal Gear Metal Gear, two hours, hey, no thanks No, I was actually I was legitimately thinking of picking it up Until Matt told me that it was Like an hour long and it's, that it was just, so, just the first mission of the game that's coming out in a couple months, or no, I don't, sort who, of. Who knows it's when it's coming out? But early 2015, apparently. Apparently. But yeah, that that to me just seems like 
I don't know, so far from the release date, I mean, building hype is great, but so many games give you, like, the one-hour free demo of the first missions or the two hours play as long as you can in the multiplayer type of thing. It is and a little here, bit here more than that. Here we have Metal Gear saying, this is the first mission of the game, give me $30 to play it a year early. It kind of is. Like, that. it's, it's getting a, a bad rap, more than it should for being only two hours long. Like, yes, you can go through that game and beeline to the end and finish it in ten minutes and be like, well, I beat Metal Gear, I guess I'm done. But it's... This new Metal Gear thing is that, like, it is a totally kind of open sandbox world. You have all these tools that you can use. You can plant C4 and shit. You can drive vehicles. You can do all this stuff. You can hang off the side of a horse if you want. And, um... It's sort of up to you to make your own fun, and they do give you tools like that. Um, so there is more than one mission. There's only one story mission, but then they're putting you in the same base. It's the only the one level, which is this huge base, and they're saying things like, "Okay, go in and uh, you know snipe snipe these targets. Yeah, extract these guys. Do whatever you got to do." It okay. is like it is technically, I guess, only a couple hours long, start to finish, but really. There's, yeah, there's a lot of stuff you can do. Yeah, there is a there is a lot of stuff to do. And people who aren't familiar with um, the way Peace Walker was played, this is exactly this is not exactly how it was, <laughs> but they allowed you <clears throat> to go to these these previous maps or previous uh, areas and do these like side ops is what they call them, where it's like, hey, uh, there are prisoners here that we need to extract, so go and extract them. And, like, it's score-based, like most ga- like a lot of games are nowadays, where um, the number of people you kill, the number of sightings, that uh, the number of alerts that you that you raise, down to, what, like... Um, Everything, like headshots, uh, time yeah, completed. Yeah, time, and they'll score you on that, and it, it constantly encourages you to try again, and... Like get get a better score because then better scores will unlock most like more more side ops more out, outer ops and I imagine that's how Phantom Pain will will be. Yeah, I wish it did. Um, kind of like the what do they call those? Like the live leaderboards where it'll show you like okay you blow a dude up and he goes flying. It'll be like you know new record enemy sent flying thirty eight meters or whatever. I wish it would be like well you know Oliver sent a guy flying forty two meters. Like, yeah, oh, that, that fucker. All right, I'm gonna get him. You know, <laughs> I sort of just wish it did that because it's all built in, and it's like you you log on, you connect to a server because it's tracking all that. It's letting you know how you do on the leaderboards, mm-hmm. but it never. It should just pop it up. It should be like you know, Oliver did it in this time. Oliver got all these kills so that I could finally prove that I am the Metal Gear, the not Metal Gear. Poser Oliver. <laughs> Whatever, dude. One of my main concerns with this being uh, released right now and the game being really far off, like up to or at least a year later, is that even though this feels fresh and new right now, like and the graphics are really great, I just feel like when Phantom Pain comes out, I feel like it's going to feel a little dated because there's going to be a lot of stuff between now and then that are going to be raising this bar, right? Because we're so early into this, this generation. Yeah. I bet it'll look fine. Looks, I, I'm not too concerned about the looks because yeah, this game looks fucking awesome. But as far as like controls and like 
and like mechanics and stuff go. Because I, I mean, I've been playing uh, Infamous also, and that game looks incredible. And the gameplay, it's it's very much Infamous, but I mean, like they're do, they're doing stuff that it's super Infamous. It's like ninety nine percent Infamous. Yeah. What could yeah. you do in Infamous? You jumped off a building. You had a power where you could glide. You had a power yeah. where you could kind of move. You jumped up walls. You shot a bolt over and over again. You had grenades. You had rockets. Come down because this com- big comet drop yeah. or whatever. Yeah, it, it, it not is a very... ton of innovation there. No, but I mean like things like Titanfall, like that is doing. That is doing. I don't want to see revolutionary things to the to the first person online type thing, but it's 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 getting there, right? Is it? I also played a lot of the Titanfall has come out since we did our last show. Mm-hmm. And I've played like, a lot of Titanfall and Would you go would you go back to a Call of Duty and be like, oh wow, well hey This um, is much better than Titanfall. So my current thoughts on Titanfall right now are like I'm not that deep into it. I'm maybe nine or ten hours and then I put I don't know, seven or eight into the beta. So all in all, I'm probably about 20 hours in. And uh, I'm just kind of done with Titanfall. Like, Titanfall is so fucking Call of Duty that I, I saw, am tired of that. What I'm trying to say, though, is I saw those videos that you that you streamed, and I was seeing you jump around things, and like you were just killing these guys, and then all of a sudden your Titan was coming in, you jumped into there... And then you 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 were just mowing these guys down. You were actually doing really good. I was super impressed. Yeah, but I was uh, fucking killing it when I was <laughs> streaming. But I'm like, wow, that looks fucking awesome. Now, if I were to if like if I were to watch like a Call of Duty match, and these guys are just on the ground, they're just shooting each other, and not not much is happening. Like I'd be like, oh, this is uninteresting. Now yeah. maybe maybe playing them is a different story. Well, yeah, like you saw everything in the game. Like, you just described it. It happens in about 12 seconds. You jump on walls, you shoot a guy, you call down a titan. It's a really... Like, you do everything. You've, once you're two or three hours in, you've it's done everything probably nine or ten times. And mm-hmm. the unlock chain isn't real big. Like, that's kind of the thing with Call of Duty was... At least I'm always... Because their unlocks got so fucking ridiculous at the end that you had to put in 1,200 hours to unlock everything. Yeah. At least I'm working towards unlocking new stuff. But with Titanfall... It doesn't take real long to hit max level in Prestige. Like, I'm almost there myself. And it's just kind of... I don't know. Like, I Call of Duty just ruined me, I guess. I don't know. I, I'm not as in love with Titanfall as <clears throat> apparently everybody's losing their shit about it. Well, that's because everybody's in uh, multiplayer in this multiplayer games, and this is what it's all about. I still totally love Battlefield. I still play a oh, bunch yeah. of Battlefield, so I mean... Well, I guess, I'm, I, guess I might be off-base. Because I have no idea how those games are nowadays. My concern is that Metal Gear, Phantom Pain, unless they do, unless they they're like holding some stuff back that they did not include in Ground Zeroes, and that they're gonna wow us with when Phantom Pain comes out. Horses. I'm Horse af- stealth. I'm afraid that it might feel dated. Like it might feel ju- feel just like a year old. Ah, you'll be fine. That was that was how I felt about Ground Zeroes when it was coming out cuz I was thinking back to Metal Gear 4. I'm like, yeah, Metal Gear 4, Metal Gear's fighting each other. That was dope. How can this game live up? And then <laughs> also it's an hour long, so I was like, well, that's shitty too. But whatever. It was fun. I I I hate that that's like the barrier for a lot of people. Yeah. More for us, I think than 
Uh, Joe I average. Uh, the time, is that what you're saying is the barrier? Yeah. Oh, the time I see, and, the, I see. And, the, and the money. Yeah. Well, it's, it's, it is stupid that, like, it's, it's basically almost a full retail game and you get a two-hour game. It's half. It's half the price of a full well, retail I mean, game. Depends, because some some games are like forty bucks. Forty to sixty bucks is the cost of a new game. A new game now. And a lot yeah. of these indie games are like twenty bucks. I would I, I would have felt uh, I would have felt good about Phantom Pain if it was twenty bucks. Like twenty bucks to me feels like yeah, right on the nose. Even if Phantom Pain Ground Zeroes. Or, sorry, Ground Zeroes. Just do uh, like launch week, ten bucks 20 off. Bucks. Twenty bucks would have been good. Too. Yeah, twenty bucks, hell of a game. Thirty bucks, it's still okay. There is enough time in there. Like, once everything's said and done, I'll probably have eight or nine, maybe ten hours into it, depending if I want to get everything, everything. But And, uh, and who knows? Maybe when Phantom Pain comes out, you'll get something off for having Ground Zeroes. You're supposed to, you're supposed to get something, aren't you? So they're supposed to tie in, not well, cost-wise, but the yeah, games like, will affect each other, I think. Yeah, they, that's, what they, that's what they're claiming, and um, I don't really so know how be- that'll work. It sounds to me like it's going to work where if you play 20 hours of Ground Zeroes, then your Phantom Pain data will say, oh, well, you already did this, so here you go. Continue yeah, from nice. where you are. I well, honestly don't um, think Ground Zeroes is going to be included with Phantom Pain. I bet it will be. I don't think so. Or I bet you'll be able to buy a package or something, or like buy Phantom Pain, get Ground Zeroes for five bucks or something. Maybe, but like if you just buy Ground Zeroes and not buy into any of that type of stuff... I, I, I don't think that, uh, Ground Zeroes is going to be included. So you think Ground Zeroes is essentially like a prequel to Phantom yeah. Pain? It yeah. is, yeah. That's what it's supposed to be. It, they might, but the only thing is that that's super shitty if they include it for everyone who bought it for 30 bucks and is like, yeah. well, what the hell? Why didn't yeah, I just wait exactly. and get it for free? But who knows? Who knows how that'll all shake down? So, but who, who's going to wait for a year, right? The, the type of people who are paying 30 bucks for a two-hour game, they're not going to wait for a year. I'm not about to wait for a year. It, I just I would feel slighted though. Like as much as I'd pay whatever and I'm I I fully I fully acknowledge that I am definitely in fanboy territory and I will do I will pay whatever for any of these games. But for for Joe Average who's like, hey, that Metal Gear, I'm gonna buy this one and then like a year later Phantom Pain comes out and they include this for free, I would feel slighted. Yeah. And that but sucks. Whatever. Speaking about games that cost too goddamn much, let's talk about Infamous Second Son. No, no, Metal Gear. God damn it, man. We already spent an hour on this fucking game, all right? Let's. As a good host, I'm trying to speed this fucking show up a little bit here for people who don't care about about Metal Gear. As a Metal uh... Gear fan, you're being shitty about this. (laughs) Um, What do you think of Kiefer Sutherland? I don't have strong feelings one way or the other. If it turns out that they recast Kiefer Sutherland because. In this game, this is where Big Boss and Solid Snake meet up. This is Metal Gear 1 for uh, M- MSX. MSX. I was going to say Super Famicom, but that's not right. Um, then, yeah, sure, great. Then that change totally makes sense, and Kiefer Sutherland is Snake, and David Hayter is Solid Snake, and awesome. Everybody's happy. And the timelines are kind of lining up. It, it is, and I'm a big fan of that theory. I am, like... I would, like, just mark out and go yeah. wild if that theory panned out. Even because... if it was just something, like, after the credits, I'd still be totally cool with it. Yeah. Like, just, just even just a little thing with David Hayter as, like, young Solid Snake. I would I would lose my mind. But as far as Keith, Keith Sutherland goes, I think he does... At first, it, at first, it was really, 
like jarring to hear him talk because I expected David Hayter and I wanted David Hayter, but um, he doesn't have he doesn't have too many lines in this game at all. No. But to hear him talk, it sort of plays. It's it's it it goes with the whole change in tone. Like the 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 overall tone of the game, it's it's a lot darker, and his voice is a little bit more grounded. Cause yeah, he sounds like a person instead yeah. of a guy doing a voice. David Hayter was, yeah, a guy doing a voice. This is, a, this is exactly it. I hated David Hayter when I first started playing Metal Gear. Like I, the the performance is so stupid. No, and way. you just somehow fall in love with it. It just it it uh, indoctrinates you. I was in it. I was in it all the way. But nice. I, I know what you're saying. It's like Shadow Moses. What a dumb name. What a dumb fucking name for a base. Okay, so just to end it off, and yeah, sure, I'll cut it short. I was doing those Deja Vu missions, and what that is for the PlayStation consoles, the exclusive is are these Deja Vu missions where you can revisit. What it is is that um, it's still the same uh, Omega, uh, Fort Omega uh, base that you're infiltrating, but Kaz sends you these pictures where, like, these are uh, classic moments from Metal Gear Solid, the original for the PlayStation. And he wants you to recreate these images by going around in this base. And, for example, there's this one... um, there's a there's a a helicopter that's on the um, helipad and there's two guards and this is one of the one of the famous images from Metal Gear Solid. Are you with me? Nobody's with me. <laughs> I'm supposed to carry the show by myself. What are you guys doing to me? I don't know. Eads disappeared and you guys are talking about Metal Gear. Yeah, I know. So I'm essentially doing this to myself. <laughs> All right, continue. Assume that I care. Yeah. Uh, I don't even remember. This, I don't even know what you're talking about. Anyways, what I'm trying to say here is that this Deja Vu mission is a callback to the original Metal Gear Solid, and you're supposed to recreate these these scenes. And Snake is supposed to have like these Deja Vu images in his head. And it's okay. sort of weird because this... Time this paradoxes. Happens. Yeah, yeah. When you, di- when you die, it says time paradox, by the way. Did you notice that? Yeah, I did. That's cool. So, Snake, after you do these, is like, oh, wow, deja vu. Or, I, 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 I remember that. But it's in Kiefer Sutherland's voice. And I'm like, fuck, fuck no, you don't, you lying <laughs> bastard. You, you don't remember. You don't remember that at all. And so it, that was a little jarring to have... Kiefer Sutherland in that situation. Yeah, you're saying the visions from the future that Snake is supposed to be remembering in Kiefer Sutherland's voice broke your immersion. Yeah. It was too unrealistic. <laughs> Anyways, uh, I highly recommend it. So do I. Even highly, price, point as- price point aside, uh, I don't feel like I'm getting ripped off. 30 bucks? It's alright. You want to know what I did feel? was a fucking ripoff, so I didn't buy it. Can you guess? Infamous. Yes. Infamous. The, the second, second son. Sony... Okay, stop. Let's fucking... Yeah. Sony raised the price of all first-party games and all PlayStation 4 consoles in Canada. And yeah. the Xbox One came down in price 
So now if you buy an Xbox One with Titanfall, it is cheaper than buying a PS4 straight up. Is that right? How much did they lower how much did Microsoft lower the Xbox One? You can get an Xbox One and Titanfall for four forty nine. So how Canadian much is the PS3 now? Or PS4, sorry. Four forty nine. Wow. So is that just like the the bundle price or can you buy an Xbox One by itself? Uh, it's the bundle price, but I think the one uh, did come down by itself too. Let me check. Uh, it's it's weird. And now, so now Sony first party games are seventy bucks. Uh, yeah, yeah Xbox One systems. So, like fucking come on. Oh, I'm sorry. Apparently, the uh, Xbox One Titanfall bundle is on for three ninety nine if you get it at uh, select. Holy. Select stores. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, so I don't, like, Jack Trenton left Sony, yeah, and then really. a couple days later, they're like, all right, Canada, Jackie suck Kizo. it. Let's do this. Doing their Ouya Forever handshake. <laughs> it, uh, it's weird. 70 bucks is too much. Too much. I just feel insulted by that price. I don't know why. It's only $10 more from 60 but Matt Eads, who buys every single game, basically, under the sun... I didn't buy Infamous because seventy bucks is too much money. It was. I was. I was hoping that it was some sort of mistake, so I, I waited till like the last possible minute to order it because I thought they'd fix it. But this was the price, and I'm like, "Fuck! I'm really gonna buy this for seventy dollars because I'm so hard up to play games on my PlayStation Four." And it sort of sucked, but I sort of got over it. I kind of make decent money, so whatever. I'll pay. Yeah. It. And Us that's radio cats who don't make mad electrician dollars. That's the shitty thing, though, because we're always saying vote, vote with your dollar, right? If you don't like something, don't buy it. And I honestly did not like this idea about buying, like, buying this game for seventy bucks. But the, the the desperation got to me. Like, I wanted to play this game like so bad. Yeah. Also, uh, Sony first party games are usually the first games to go free. On the PlayStation Plus Instant Game That's Collection, true too. and Sony was promising they're going to have a AAA PS4 game free within the summer. It's not going to be infamous. Super makes me think it's infamous. What else could it be? No idea. Killzone. Yeah, you know what? You're probably right. It probably is Killzone. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Anyways, like, infamous. If I, if I would have paid seventy bucks for Killzone, I would have been foaming at the mouth, angry. Like, 70 bucks is a lot of money. 60 bucks is kind of a lot of money for most games. 60 bucks was too much for Killzone. I sort of feel like 60 bucks might have been too much for me for Infamous. Uh... And now that it's 70, I know that it's too much for me. I heard you can 100%, actually I read, I didn't hear, you can 100% complete Infamous, do every single thing, every side objective, in 11 hours. And that's kind of, you know... Yeah, you're and and you're just you're just doing. That's from a, a reviewer that I respect. Is that a hundred percent like platinum trophy? Every I don't know if he got all the trophies, but every single side activity, every single mission, every single upgrade, every single collectible, hundred percented, eleven hours. Because they're they're really upfront about like, you know, just pull your map up. We show you where it is. You're not yeah, hunting for anything, you, right? They show you everything. Um, I don't know, maybe. But that that seems short for I don't I think maybe on one playthrough you can because like in order to get that platinum trophy you need to get like 
you need to have full good and full like inf- like full hero, full infamous like um, karma lines, mm-hmm. and that's at, at least two playthroughs. So it's probably just one playthrough, which sucks. But I mean, for seventy bucks. Seventy dollars. Super sucks for seventy bucks. That's sort of what bites me because sixty bucks is like, yeah, that that's that's been the going price for games for the longest time, and all of a sudden here they go. Jack trends out. Let's fucking yeah. prices on this stuff because his watch is over. And Don't get me wrong. Like I'm not like games are more expensive now than they've ever been. Like I was around when. You had to buy a copy of Majora's Mask for $111, because that was just what the fuck prices were back then. But I don't... I don't... Uh, so, And first-party games are usually kind of shitty. Um, Name some dope first-party Sony games that isn't God of War. That doesn't count. That was published. That was not... No, that's a first... Yeah, that totally does count, yeah. And even Sucker Punch isn't first party either. But I know what you're saying. Well, but name, name, like, even try to do it from last generation. You got God of War, which was really good. What what else? I don't know. PlayStation um, All Stars. Uh, uh, Twisted Metal. I guess everybody loved that remake. Anyways, Infamous is pretty good. It's it's everything Infamous is. It looks it looks really shiny. It's good, like yeah. the city is bustling. It here this is actually something just occurred to me right now. I'm comparing this right now to the Seattle in Infamous feels about just about as dense as uh, the Los Santos in. Grand Theft, Auto. Grand Theft Auto. That's a bold claim. Yeah, that, is, as, that is big statement. It feels right as dense, but it's not as big. It's definitely okay. not as big, and it's definitely not as full of life. Yeah, I noticed just watching videos and stuff. Uh, it just sounds empty. Like it's it it's always so quiet. You're in the middle of a bustling city. Everything just sounds dead. Like there's kind of. Nothing really going on. You're just using your superpowers. You notice anything like that? Comment on that. What do you think of the audio mixing? Let's get down to the nitty gritty here. All right. Talk about what the people care about. It's it's okay. Like yeah. Like I said, it's not like when you when you drove through Los Santos or even like walked through or whatever. It felt like it was it was a living city, right? Yeah. Like, things were going on in this. Not so much. Like, yeah, you'll hear you'll hear a musician on the corner who's who's busking for for tips or whatever, and you'll you'll see some activists like protesting these these bioterrorists or whatever. But those are things like that that need to stand out to get your attention because you get you get uh, karma for either disrupting these activists or beating up this mu- musician. But there's nothing. There's like no real ambience to it. Whereas Walking down the street in Los Santos, you'll hear just offhand conversations between like pedestrians or whatever. You don't get none of that. Like like you're saying, it's quiet. Yeah. And unless unless you're shooting it out with the DUP, those are those are the bad guys. And you're doing you're doing stuff like there's yeah there's not real 
much, there's not much sound. And I've been playing with the, with my um, Sony headphones, so I've been I've been getting that whole uh, audio experience through it. What does stand out in this game, though, are like these particle effects that they're really pushing with this with these smoke powers. Yeah, Those the neon. Have you? Uh, how far are you into Infamous? Not very far. I haven't gotten the neon yet. Oh, I was gonna say the neon power looks slick. Yeah, yeah, that does. Because uh, there's a part at the very beginning that uh, they 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 mention that like two other con two other known conduits are are out and they're loose, and so you're kind of tracking tracking these things down into Seattle and you see like big neon, like trees wrapped in this neon or like uh, car wreckage all wrapped in this neon and it's like, oh, this is cool, what's this all about kind of thing, but as it turns out, it's one of these conduits and I think you get to steal her power or whatever Yeah, yeah. And that Mega, was, Mega Man style beat yeah. get their power and that's, that's what um, that's what Delson's all about, he can, he can absorb these people's powers, he's not like a true conduit, as they say but you could argue he is the true conduit. He mm-hmm. can have all the powers. Yeah. Um, How many powers are there? Do you know? I know there's no. smoke and neon. Is that it? I don't know. I sort of feel like that is it. That's all I've seen, and I've looked into it. I wish I knew. Um, How's Delson? Delson's what, do think, cool. what do you think about Delson? Del- he's, kind, he's kind of a... Uh, uh, like, I I keep waiting for him to like start calling everyone sheeple. Like, wake up, man! The government, the man, is he's o- controlling your mind. He's okay. He's supposed to be this happy-go-lucky character that kind of yeah. He likes to rage against the machine, right? His brother's a cop, and one of the opening scenes is you're this. He's like a graffiti artist in in the vein of Banksy, and he does all the stencil graffiti on the wall for like propaganda or whatever. But one of the opening scenes is him uh, vandalizing his brother's new billboard because they're congratulating him becoming the, the, the town the town sheriff or whatever. And here you are, like, defacing it. And he's like, yep, yep, that's funny because my brother's an asshole and I'm a cool guy. And he does the thing. He does the Nathan Drake, um, Nolan North thing where he kind of just mutters to himself or talks to himself as he's doing stuff, like, say, you're scaling a wall or whatever. And he'll just, oh, ooh, that one was slippery. I was like, oh, there's there's bird poop on here. And it's it's borderlining on that um, Nathan Drake thing, and it's kind of annoying, I feel. Uh-oh, this is where Troy Baker becomes Nolan North. Yeah, but, like, the cutscene the cut uh, performances are really good. Like, he is a very good actor, and he sells, he sells his character. And and his brother, they have really good back and forth between him and his brother. One thing is is that it plays out like he's this happy-go-lucky guy who will eventually do good. But since I want to play it as a bad guy, it doesn't fall in with the character. Like one of the first main choices, and it's not that big of a spoiler, but um, you're facing off. You're the main bad guy. I forget her name, but she has you in her gris, uh, grips, and she's like, "You need to tell me what happened in there." Because she he had this interaction with this other conduit, and she's like, "You need to tell me what happened in there." 
you're, you need to confess to what happened in there, or I'm gonna pretty much slaughter your tribe because he's he's Native American or whatever, and so they live in the small tribe. Um, so I chose the, I chose to keep it to myself, and it showed how she started abusing all his like uh, friends and family and stuff, and it just didn't feel in line with the character because the cutscene was him being heroic and him being like, hey, you know what, I'm, I'm being funny because I'm, I'm not going to tell you what's going on here. But when that choice came, I feel like it didn't, like he would not have picked it. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's tough. Well, you and, know, he's, he's got powers now, so. I don't know how much more it will, it will happen, but I just, I just found that one instance to be kind of jarring. They've kind of, like, the infamous games have always kind of been like, hey, man, you should do the good ending. Like, to the point where the good ending from Infamous 2 is canon now, and it leads into this game, but the evil ending from Infamous 2 is, you know, does, doesn't exist in this world. I didn't find that with the other Infamouses, because that, that character, Cole McGrath, was always just kind of, um... He was always kind of dark and broody, so I... I didn't feel like when I played the good guy that necessarily that that was that was canon. And, app- yeah. and apparently they just picked the good ending because it, it 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 fell in line more with the with what the the story they had to tell for this one. But I just felt like Cole was not a good guy. Yeah, no, well, maybe Delson will grow into it. Maybe. And I mean, he's uh, just got he he was a happy go lucky dude, and now he's got all these horrible powers and all these things to deal with and. And all this shit, right? So maybe it's. I am early, so maybe they'll 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 do some adjustments to it to his character or whatever in further cutscenes. But this, it's just sort of my early impression about how the good and bad karma structure is in this one. Yeah, how's it play? Are you uh, doing it's what good. you do? Doing yeah. doing all the infamous? They give you they give you a ton of powers right off the bat, and. The uh, the tra- traversal in it, it's really fun and really um, easy to do. So, um, I don't know if you ever seen in any of the videos, but you can. There are these vents on the sides of uh, buildings that are, you can do your your like turn into flip. smoke, poof yeah. into them. Yeah, poof into them, and then it'll shoot you up high on top of the roof. And you can actually upgrade that for a for a higher shot off the roof, and then from there you can just like just span blocks. And blocks and blocks, and it's it's fun to do. Like, did you ever play Spider-Man Two for That's... the play Dreamcast? PlayStation. Was it also on Dreamcast? Maybe I don't know. I know it was PS Two. I don't know if it was for Dreamcast. But that was the one where you could free roam Manhattan as Spider-Man, and yeah. you felt like Spider-Man. Yeah. That actually, this infamous reminds me of like the freedom you had in that because it was just it's fun to do. Yeah. Like, you feel like you're this guy and you're doing things. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm don't. i super early, so I can't really speak on much of it. But so, Sounds like more Infamous. Yeah, and I'm I'm into Infamous, so I'm okay with it. Even paying the, the 70 bucks. What do you think for... Like, I am lukewarm on Infamous at best. Say I wanted a hot new game to play on my PS4... What do you think? Seventy dollars? Would that be? Would I be like, oh great, I'm paying more money for 
the same game that I kind of wasn't super keen on before, but it was okay. Uh, maybe wait for a sale? I don't know. I'm... I don't want to say that this game is going to go immediately on sale, because it probably won't, but... Give it a couple months. If it dips below that $60 range, which is justifiable, uh, I think... I think it'll be worth your time. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun and it's good looking. It's the this is the very first game or only game that has be, been built solely for a next generation system. And arguably Titanfall sure, but I mean Titanfall was had a, also has a 360 version and a PC version. This is 100% PlayStation 4. And so a lot of the time and effort and focus was put into this game to optimize as best they can at this early stage for PlayStation. Killzone Shadowfall. Good point. I didn't even realize mm. that. I'm sure there's others too. But also, like this, this Resogun. This, this one had like the the budget and the time, whereas yeah. Killzone was kind of like, hey, you guys need to release launch day. Yeah, we need this mediocre shooter out. Yeah. So I mean, that has that has that going. Or, sorry, Infamous has that going for it, and I feel like it. Is sort of justified. Sure. Kind of show off. Show off the tech. Yeah. Kev, you play, or Oliver, you play anything else? No, just uh, Metal Gear and Infamous. What about you, Kev? What you what you been getting into these uh, last couple weeks? I have been playing a lot of game. A lot. A lot. A lot. Uh, let's start by, last week we talked a little bit about how my Diablo 3 account had got hacked and mysteriously disappeared from my, uh-huh. from my Blizzard. I think it was on the show where you said, wouldn't it be funny if someone put in like 500 hours and my characters were all super high level? Turns out <laughs> that that actually happened. It's uh, so stupid. So hold on, let, let me just start by, I want to start by saying... Officially, I take back 58.7% of the bad things that I've said about Blizzard over the years. <laughs> All because uh, their customer service is actually pretty good. Did they, you have to phone them in the end? Uh, no, I, I did the email and they said, we can't do account restores through email you need to either phone us or do the the live chat. So I did the live chat, and it took about 10 minutes. They got me my account back. Uh, I had bought Diablo 2 on that same account, and they're like, well, do you want us to give you Diablo 2 back as well? And I'm like, yeah, that's probably not something that I'm going to need. So they gave me my Diablo 3 back. I updated it, logged on, and Eads and I were talking a little bit beforehand, and we had thought that, you know, I'm probably just going to get a, a stock copy of the game because we don't really know how all that account recovery stuff works, so we figured they'd just give me a free copy of the game. And yeah, no no I, characters, nothing No like characters, that. nothing. I would have to level up all over again, and that's not what happened. Turns out I got my exact account back with uh, my level 60 Witch Doctor that I had, my level 22 Barbarian, and a... Brand new, 240 hours played level 60 monk on that uh, on that bad boy. 240 hours played. Yup. <laughs> yeah. 
Somebody uh, like somebody woke up that day and went to log into their quote unquote Diablo account and was probably just pissed. Yeah, just absolutely devastated. Uh, I'm not entirely sure if it was a Chinese farmer because there was a lot of gold on the account. There was twenty uh, some twenty some million gold, which looking at like I've been watching a little some Diablo streams and like looking at streamers like 20, 23 million is not a lot of gold and I know some people who have well over 100 million gold and but I mean it's, it's still a decent amount but uh, the the guy who did the account restore for me told me that Diablo 3 kind of breaks when you move it between accounts so my inventory was wiped except for everything that I had on my characters like all my equipped stuff was still there I had nothing in my inventory and nothing in my bank vault. So, either it was a Chinese gold farmer and he was just shipping everything to, like, a, a hub account to sell, or, like, the, the moving of the account made me lose everything that was in there. But, yeah, I've, uh... I've put a shit ton of Diablo time in. I've probably yeah. put in... i probably put in 60 hours in the two weeks that uh, we've had off between shows. Yeah, it's Holy. that's not an exaggeration either. It's pretty stupid. Like, <laughs> get home from work, log go on, through, play go Diablo. My routine. Yeah. Well, yeah, and then just play Diablo until bedtime. Anytime I log on, anytime you're always on, always. Uh, well, I've been playing a little bit of Hearthstone too, but mostly Diablo. Yeah. Uh, which, I started... I don't, which, like I don't. Why are you putting so much time in? The expansion's coming out on Tuesday. Everything you've done is just time wasted. It's not... See, the thing is, I didn't get to play any of Loot 2.0. I haven't played since they've introduced Paragon levels. They've changed a whole lot of stuff. So it's all new to me, right? And it's it's fresh enough that putting in the time... It doesn't, it doesn't matter to me that I'm not going to get... Well, that the gear that I've had is going to be upgraded in five and a half minutes of playing ROS. You already got it down to the acronym. You're so into Diablo <laughs> that you've got it down to the acronym already. Ross. Yeah, so uh, so my Paragon level started at 81. Which is uh, just stupid, by the way. Yeah, really Eads, high. Eads, who actually had played Diablo like on his own and you know, played through some Paragon levels and played when Loot 2.0 came out. Yeah. Yours was like, what, 40? 45? It was, it was like 30. Yeah. I was like 100 hours in, and it was like 30. So yeah, I, I was 81 Paragons in. I'm at 114 now. So. Shaking my head. Sweet. It is, uh, it is double experience right now, so. Uh, it is double, but they yeah, You're moving. It back because they nerfed a lot of the XP runs that people did. Like, so the people who would log on do the one specific dungeon because it had the most mob density in the game and then just restart their game and do that same dungeon over and over. Uh, Blizzard nerfed a bunch of those runs. So the, re the real reason why they did the 100% XP is so that people wouldn't notice as much that they nerfed all the XP on regular mobs. But, I mean, that's the way Blizzard runs their games anyway. If you exploit, then they're going to change it and fuck everyone over. Yeah, assholes. Like when they took uh, the white rings out of Diablo 2, what's up with that? 
What do you mean hacked items are too powerful? It's bullshit. <laughs> but yeah, I'm having a great time with Diablo. I mean, I've full cleared it like six times already, all the acts, because uh, they have a they have another new thing where you can reset your whole quest line and start at the beginning, and every time you do that, once you kill Diablo, you get a free legendary, which uh, is pretty sweet. It kind of makes me mad that I didn't start playing like literally the week before because the quest reset used to be you would get your free legendary on uh, Skeleton King. Yeah, and that's fast. That's a fast. Yeah. That's fast like a couple of, like an hour and a half. Max torment level, get that, drop your game back to normal, beat the rest of the game in 45 minutes and then reset. So you get a guaranteed legendary like super quick. But the the legendary drops have been drastically higher than I remember. Oh yeah, like I um, before loot two point I had like like I say close to a hundred hours in. I found one legendary and it was like at level forty. Yeah, I had thirty four hours played on my witch doctor before I got my account back, and I had found zero. Yeah, and now you find uh, we usually find a couple every play session at yeah. least. It was funny, I went, because uh, I hear that it bases it off of, like, time since your last Legendary that you got. I'm not yeah, entirely it's... sure if that's true, but uh, I logged on to my level 22 Barbarian, which I hadn't played in God knows how long, and the very first mob I killed dropped a Legendary. There's a lot of conspiracy theories now about the loot, like... If you kill more monsters, there's a hidden stat that increases that you find more, which sounds like bullshit to me, but... Yeah, it kind of sounds like there's bullshit. A, there's a ton of, like, conspiracy theories, or if, like, you kill these bosses in certain order, you do this shit. It's whatever. Just play. Just get loot. Yeah, and, and that's that's the reason why I'm putting so much time in. I mean, it fe- it feels like I'm progressing, like, even though the gear is going to be outdated in two days or one day, depending on how late you stay up, uh, it feels like I'm gaining the Paragon levels, so it's not like I hit max level and then I'm just loot farming. Like, you're gaining... You hit max level, you're loot farming, sure, but you're still gaining experience that can benefit you in some way. Yeah. They really... It, it sort of sucks it took them so long to get it to this point, but they really did... Like, that, that game did a 180... It's it. Uh, a lot of people too, just in our circle of friends who hated Diablo, are back into it full force. Yeah, like, like they uh, they really did a good job of pulling it around. I'm playing the most out of all the people we know, but there's a lot of people who are putting in like 75 percent of the time that I'm putting in. Yeah, it's good. Diablo's great, and uh, it's 20 bucks right now. I think. Yeah, 20 bucks until uh, the expansion drops. So if you don't have it, you can get base game and expansion for 50 bucks. Like Diablo 3 for the complete game for 20 yep. bucks? Yep. yep, yep, yep. Talk about value for your money. That's a hell of a deal, man. Diablo's guess, good. Yeah. Guess where all the value in my money's going. There's a, lot, there's a lot of shit to look forward to in the expansion as well. Um, the thing I can't wait for is they're introducing a... It's called Adventure Mode, where it's basically kind of procedurally generated you know they're just throwing monsters at you you basically you just go you just go 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 you're not dealing with any of the quest dialogue you're not dealing with uh you know cutscenes. you're just fighting monsters it's well, all it's, you're doing uh, 
Yeah, it's not uh, it's not in the the same game either. Like you're not in Tristram or or like the the zones that are in the base game. I think it's just a randomly generated dungeon that goes on forever. Yeah, and they're they're tossing you objectives to do along the way. Like, hey, kill uh, you know X amount of enemies in this time limit, and then they're opening up uh, bonuses for you to kill more monsters or get better loot. Uh, the expansion sounds like it's gonna be awesome. Like all the stuff you want out of Diablo. They kind of already put in, and now they're adding what seems like it's going to be all this awesome stuff as well. So, comes out on Tuesday. ROS. Monday, 10 p.m. Monday, 10 p.m. That's right. Yeah, they're doing a simultaneous release. So, uh, it opens up at all time zones at the same time. Oh, okay. I'm sure the servers will crash horribly. be able to handle that just <laughs> fine. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, if you download, if you bought the digital deluxe edition, you get priority server login or some shit like that. That's really stupid. That's super fucking stupid. I didn't buy priority <laughs> version. Neither did I, but because I'm not going to be able to play it until like Wednesday. So yeah, that's weird. Any other games, Diablo? No, that's it. Just Diablo. I played uh, a bunch of Hearthstone too. Got my got my rank up to number fourteen. Fourteen. Oh shit. Division. Yeah. Busting busting my Paladin deck. It's doing really well. Yeah. So, yeah. Season, By, end, uh... season ends in eight days, so we'll see if I can at least break into the top ten ranking. Do you get a card or something? You get like portraits or something. I'm I'm not sure. You you do get something. I know that when a season ends, if you finish in the X ranking, then it'll start your ranking for the next season at a higher. So I think if you make it into the top 10 ranks, then you'll start at 15 for the next one as opposed to 25. Oh, okay. So, I mean, it, yeah. it cuts down some of the, the grind of beating the people who are just chewing on their mouse cords because they have no idea what's going on. But, I mean, the beating those people is fun sometimes too, right? I played a bit of Titanfall, which you sort of already talked about. Uh, what do you guys want to know about Titanfall? You want to know anything about Titanfall? What's that that streaming thing that you did with your Kinect? Mm. Is that just like the the, well, like the, the Xbox One Twitch app, which um, only works with certain games, I think. And I think Titanfall might be the only game right now. <laughs> Maybe? It's really easy, though. Uh, like, I was impressed at how, how well it worked. You basically say Xbox Broadcast, and it turns on the streaming thing, and uh, it uses your Kinect as the camera picture, uses the headset uh, that has the microphone as your microphone, mm -hmm. and then you're just playing. You know, it's broadcasting your, your gameplay. Uh, I think it was broadcasting mine in, like, 480p. I have no idea how to how to up that. I didn't see any settings to up that to HD, but... I mean, it still looked okay, if you yeah, watched any of that stuff. Uh, yeah. I, I fucking rip it up in Titanfall. You're doing real good. That was... Yeah, that's... Impressive. That was, like... Very impressive, actually. It's kind of most... It's kind of most games. It, it sort of, uh... Accentuates it a bit, because Titanfall is a game that is... Like, designed almost to have those... Mm -hmm. Highlight reel moments of, like, you know, I... I was just running on these walls, and then I jumped through this window, and then I shot a guy, and then I called my Titan down, and then I kicked this dude in the face, and it is really fast-paced, but I 
I think it's kind of boring. I don't know what it is about Titanfall. I just... Everybody was, like, kind of blowing up about it. Like, oh, this is the Call of Duty killer. This is the next generation is now. This is the Xbox One's flagship game. You're going to play it for a million hours. I'd like to say that it's 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 that... um. Multi the online multiplayer fatigue, but like you like you said earlier, you're still into Battlefield. So what is, why does Battlefield have that longevity for you? I think I just have Call of Duty fatigue. Like Battlefield, I like doing stuff. I like shooting dudes in Battlefield because in Battlefield I totally still rip it up. But I like you know flying helicopters. I like being a medic. I like hanging back and healing guys. You know, I like to give life, take life. I like to do different shit. But in Call Are of Duty there? or in uh, Titanfall, you're just you're just shooting dudes all the time. Go, 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 go. Fast as you can, just shoot dudes. I'm pretty de- detached from this whole scene, but are there not these classes in Call of Duties and Titanfall? There are, but, I mean, the only thing to do in Titanfall is shoot dudes. You're not healing, you're not giving ammo, you're not uh, supporting, you're not helping out your team, you know, in other ways than just shooting dudes. All you're doing is killing guys. So... Technically, there are classes. Well, they're, they're, they aren't even classes. They're they're loadouts, right? Pick whatever weapon you want. You're not really changing your abilities. You're not putting a healing gun right. on your Titan, you know, right. which would be sweet. I think that'd be awesome. I totally think there should be a Titan weapon that only heals other Titans on your team. But it's just shoot dudes. All you do is shoot dudes. That'd be an engineer class that... Yeah. Has a- welds the titans all back together yeah i think that'd be awesome I would, and like i really don't know what it is like titanfall is a great game uh it's awesome even like my internet connection here is not incredible but the those central servers seem like they work pretty well and like i've had it where i'll go to play battlefield and sometimes here the internet will just be total garbage i won't be able to play battlefield but then i'll jump on titanfall and it'll work fine so you know technically it's fine Gameplay, it's totally okay. I think it's weird that there's really no single player to it. The uh, The campaign mode is you're playing multiplayer maps and they put a little thing in your screen kind of up here if you're watching the video and it's just like a little vignette of like uh, this guy is in this nuclear reactor and he's sacrificing himself to to pull it out or whatever, but because you are frantically running and jumping on walls and calling down titans and shooting guys, you're paying zero attention to that. So I played through the entire story because that's how you unlock the different uh, classes of titan. And I couldn't tell you what happens. A guy goes into a reactor at one point and pulls a Spock and has to turn the reactor off. And I don't even know if he dies or not. Oh. Like it's sort of it, it's it's sort of weird now because we're getting into multiplayer only games, where you are only playing basically six on six deathmatch. There's really no story to it. They kind of try to set the world up a bit, but you're basically paying for what would have last generation been half a game. It would have been a, like a forty dollar Xbox Live only release or something. Whereas you know Call of Duty, even though. I'm sure they had all the data and the numbers and the charts, and they looked at it and said, well, you know, only 15% of people play the single player, so why waste resources on that when we can put it all yeah. in the multiplayer? It's, uh, 
Yeah, so that's that's the other other side of this conversation. Like, there are a lot of guys that play Call of Duty strictly for multiplayer. There are guys also like me. a niche group of us that play Call of Duty for the story. Yeah. No, so, there isn't. Well, there I, really was. I belong to that niche. I also belong to that niche. <laughs> but if 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 most if most people that are outside this niche niche are only going to play multiplayer, then yeah, devote your small team to create these little vignettes up in the corner and yeah. to satisfy those guys. Like, they weren't talking at all about what the campaign was going to be. They're just like, yeah, multiplayer campaign. It's going to be weird. And now it totally makes sense as to why they were on, like, media blackout about all of that stuff. Because if they went, well, you know, the campaign mode, we just kind of run these cutscenes in the top right corner of your screen, and it's a really small window and you're not even really going to see it or pay attention to it or even hear what's going on, people would have been outraged. People would have been like, what the hell? Call of Duty has a campaign? You can't have a campaign? What is this? Mm-hmm. Even Battlefield has a campaign, as crappy as it is. I feel like that's that shitty balance that these guys have to, like... It's that tightrope that these guys have to balance where you have... They want to cater to the their, their mass audience... Um, the multiplayer crowd, but yeah, then they'll get backlash from the single-player niche, like, for not having a decent thing, and it's, I, just, I feel it's shitty, because they're, they're, I'm sure they're doing their best, but their best is not good enough for everybody. Yeah, also, somebody brought this up in chat, and uh, I was thinking about this too when I was playing it, uh, Titanfall is kind of what Brink should have been, which is a really weird thing to think about. Like, they made this game already it just sucked ass and it was called brink <laughs> sort of weird but uh i uh, i'm not that hot on titanfall i guess i wasn't that hot on call of duty but i feel like when i was into call of duty i was way more into it than i am into titanfall now yeah and it's uh, i don't know it just sort of i was i was never too impressed with even like the whole idea behind Titanfall. It's like, come on, it's basically Call of Duty with mechs. That's yeah. it. It's yeah, the only 100%. difference. Everything you can run is, on walls. Oh, yeah, you can jump. Yeah. Jump and run on walls. You're, you're really fast, and it's kind of like Quake with mechs. Which I'm sure I'm sure there's tons of people out there that just love it. And it's a great game. If you're into the Call of Duty multiplayer, you, you still play it. You know, you put 100 hours into it. You'll probably totally dig this. It's a refreshing change of pace but like like all the call of duties i am kind of done with it you know i can only and and it's not because i suck at it like oliver saw me streaming like i can tear it up in (laughs) titanfall it's still like i don't know what's going on people should have figured out how to play that game by now but it seems like a lot of people still play like call of duty they just sit on the ground they bunker down in a building they try and find a spot to set up but you're so mobile that, like, that's for suckers, man. You're always moving. You're always sprinting. You're always running on walls. Always calling down titans. But apparently a lot of people haven't figured that out yet. So if you want to get in and, like, just wreck some fools at Titanfall, now's the time. Also, you can buy it bundled with an Xbox One for three ninety nine. That's pretty good. That is a fantastic deal. That's I good. mean, break it down, 60 bucks for Titanfall... You're paying 240 bucks for an Xbox One. Yeah. That is half price from what that thing launched at, from what I bought it at. 
That's kind of all the games I played, I think. I went to a beer tasting last night. Did you get drunk? No, uh, I didn't. How do you not get drunk at a beer tasting? I had to get the company vehicle home. I could have gotten drunk. I would have had to put a lot of work into it, but I, I could have gotten drunk. Uh, they only give you enough tickets. We worked it out because they give you a little two-ounce shot glass and you go around and taste your beers in your shot glass. And uh, we worked out the number of tickets they give you is only like two and a half beers or something. So, oh, altogether. Oh, it wasn't yeah. like the Edmonton Beer Fest where you can just buy tickets? You could. You could go buy more tickets if you wanted, but they were like a buck a ticket. A buck for two ounces of beer. What? Like it was it was a big charity event. It was for the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So every it was like hundred dollar tickets. They had like really expensive silent auctions. They had live auctions. Fuck charities. Just yeah, give us I know. Yeah. Well, I knew one of the girls who was working one of the beer tables, and she's like, "I don't want to see your tickets. Just I'll tell me what you want. I'll hook you up." <laughs> and uh, I don't know, tasting beer. It. You want to know the secret to tasting beer? Most of it just tastes like beer. Yeah. That's exactly like, it. Everybody's always like, everybody's always surprised when I say I'm not a beer drinker. I don't like beer. I don't like the beer taste. I'm like, oh, you should try this one. It do- totally doesn't taste like beer. All tastes like beer. Like there are there there are some there were a bunch of like really weird outliers. Like I tried a, a ginger beer from Scotland or something, which tasted like death. <laughs> I tried an, an oatmeal stout, which tasted like barbecue sauce. Like there are some that taste a little different, but yeah, at the end of the day. Beer tastes like beer, especially mm. after you've had, you know, most of those guys probably went around and had 20 or 30 samples. Then it really all starts to just taste like beer. I don't know. Yeah. It was fun. I swirled it. I smelled it. I <laughs> enjoyed the bouquet. Does that work with beers? Yeah, apparently. There was like a whole, like, instruction manual on how to sample beers. Hmm. A lady read me the riot act because I wasn't swirling my beer before I smelled it. I'm like, listen, lady, I'm just here for free beer. Like, whatever. <laughs> Bitch, I'm here to get drunk. Shut up. Yeah. So that was fun. Uh, that's all the games I played. You guys want to get into uh, some news here? Yeah, sure. It's GDC week. I haven't really been following it at all, so... I find, I find Game Developers Conference to be super boring. Yeah, so do I. Uh, the Sony VR headset is being demoed. That thing looks pretty dope. Yeah, that's pretty much the only thing that I caught out of that conference, and I totally want one of those things. Yeah, yeah. VR is, like, the next big leap. The Oculus Rift is in development right now. Uh, what's Sony? Morpheus, I think it's called, is in development right now. VR is going to be super dope. I can't wait. Can't wait. No real specs. Or, uh, no, I guess we did get specs. Um... No real software, games, that kind of thing for the VR console yet, except for the uh, EVE Valkyrie demo, which is in the EVE universe. Apparently, it's a starfighting game, uh, which looks fucking incredible. How do you guys feel about starfighting games? Space combat, space dogfighting. Oh, no thanks. What? Yeah, I'm not up for that either. I'm not into any sort of plane combat. Uh, not even if you have a virtual headset on and you're in the cockpit and if you want to look at your mini-map, it is an instrument panel on your ship and you've got to look down at the mini-map and you're flying around. None of that, huh? None of that interests you? I feel like I would get motion sickness. Apparently a lot of people are right now. They're still tweaking it, but it sounds awesome. Oh, I can't wait. 
Mm. Cannot wait. I've heard a lot about like um, the Oculus Rift, and it, it is interesting. It's very interesting, but I mean, I don't know. Is it? I know. It sounds like it's at a point because it, it happened in the, what the early nineties or whatever. Virtual boy, weird, yeah, virtual headsets and stuff. But it feels yeah. like we're finally at like a resolution in audio video that this can be something. This can yeah. be like something well worth it and something that is very very doable. So yeah, I mean, if Sony's making one, that means it's gonna it's gonna be for. Sony products and Sony games, and so I'll probably buy it. It'll probably sit right next to my PlayStation Move once they decide to abandon yeah. <laughs> it as well. Unlock its full potential, as yeah. it were. My Move and my Vita and my PSP. Um, what else here? Jackie T left Sony. I think we uh, we briefly mentioned that, but that happened uh, between our last show, I think. Uh, yeah, he's moved on. Jack Trent. No longer the uh, CEO of SCEA. We talked about that last week. Did we? Yeah, I think we did. Okay. I couldn't remember. Uh, SimCity got its offline mode. Woo! SimCity, you guys! A year and a half late! (laughs) I don't know. There there should be way more news here. I'm just really not uh, as up-to-date on it as I should be. You guys got any... uh, any news stories you remember standing out? Not me, man. I've just been plugged no. into Metal Gear this whole time. Yeah. Um. Wait. Oh, the a- uh, the new Assassin's Creed yeah. was announced. Yeah, yeah. There's something. You Unity. Remember, I don't know if you guys ever heard me say this, but every time I see a new Assassin's Creed trailer, I'm always a hundred percent in. And this one, even though it didn't show much. I feel like I'm going to be into this because the the last one left me feeling like I'm happy to have played this game. Yeah. Um, Black Flag really brought me around on the series. That being said, eh, I don't know. Well, what's known about this? Not, not much. It's going to be in France, 18th century France. And is this a new character? I... Yes... Yeah, see, I, don't I think know. so. Because I feel like I'm leafing through the press release right now. I would, I, I would like more Edward Kenway, and I, I mentioned this when we were talking about. It. I think it was on our New Year's show that I would love to see Edward Kenway interact with Ethan Kenway and see how that turns out or how that happens. So there's a weird. Uh, this is the one of the only Assassin's Creed games that doesn't have a number on it, except for Assassin's Creed. This is not yeah. Assassin's Creed 5 Unity. This is not Assassin's Creed 4 Unity. This is just Assassin's Creed Unity, which for a while made me think, I'm like, oh shit, they're going back to Altair. That would be awesome. And then, no, it's in 18th century France, which opportunity missed. But they did that with Revelations, and you were totally uninterested. Yeah, they sort of did it with Revelations. Not really. Like, you were still Ezio. They, Altair was in there. I want another... Like, what happens to Altair after Assassin's Creed? He, like, busts open the conspiracy, and then what? And then then you're playing Ezio a thousand years later. Yeah, I don't know. Some loose ends there. They could have tied up. Which I got real excited. I'm like, oh man. 
I'll tell you it's back. We're going to have to ride that stupid horse from Akka to Jerusalem. It's, it's going to be great. I can't wait. But apparently not. Um, wasn't there a... Uh, wasn't Assassin's Creed Liberation right around this time? Liberations was the it, PSP game that ran concurrently with... Three? Which one was that one? With four. No, that was the Vita yeah. game. Vita. Was that Liberations? Maybe that was Liberations. That was Liberations with the, with yeah. the girl hero. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Like, wasn't that right around this time? Wasn't she French? Wasn't that something to do there? Didn't even play that one, but I think it was. I think it was like in Louisiana, was it not? Yeah, it it was in the states. Like I, I'm just, it's all speculation right now. There's nothing really known. It, it looks like it might be a female assassin. Who knows? I don't know. I don't know. You're not going to be doing more pirate too. shit. You know, you're not going to be swashbuckling. You're not going to be singing shanties. <laughs> Like, I really liked Assassin's yeah. Creed 4, but don't for a second think that I like Assassin's Creed as a whole, because <laughs> that series is still so full of garbage. <laughs> yeah, there's not much known about this one. It's a trailer that's pre-rendered, right? It looked like a pre-rendered It looks trailer. like it is, but I don't... This is a next-gen-only title, so I don't want to assume anything, because if they came out and said, like, hey, this was running in real time, I'd be like, oh, yeah, okay, I believe that. But, like, I mean... kind of getting there. We are getting there, and I... And, um... Ground Zeroes looks great, and Infamous looks great, but the new Batman was a, a whole pre-rendered CG trailer. Yeah. I, I feel like at this at this stage in video games, like, as much as I love those, and as much as, like the effort that gets put into them I appreciate too I just think that like you guys need to be showing us stuff in game and making it look like making it yeah. look spectacular for us it's that's super early me. still and this was kind of in response to a leak they you know word got out that they were making the next Assassin's Creed so they're like oh yeah here it is check it out so I wonder if maybe they almost weren't ready for it and just had to kind of you know pull, pull a cutscene out of the game or whatever they had done maybe but it looks all right. I'm not real hot on Assassin's Creed these days. Wow, you were hot and cold with that series, eh? Here, uh, here we are. Let's name this game. I like what Assassin's Creed 1 because it was revolutionary at the time and the crowd technology was amazing for the time. And then they kind of all suck until Assassin's Creed 4. So. Well, it's just rehashing of the same thing, right? At least with Assassin's Creed 4, you are a pirate. You got ships to go around on and it's a little bit different but Assassin's Creed 3 you were a Native American and you could do dumb tower defense garbage was that 3 or was that <laughs> no that was Revelation. Revelations sorry Revelations you could build tower defenses come on it's not <sighs> that people like pirates more than they like Native Americans and Matt no, is gone 3 had no personality of its own because everything in 3 Four took to the next level and just made it into like a pirate game, like because they introduced naval combat in three and they introduced like the wide sprawling um, frontier that you could jump, run and jump on trees and stuff and that 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 sort of traversal. But four just made it 
it's completely its own. That's why three sort of feels like the shittiest of of them all. Plus, the hero was kind of stupid. Plus, the Desmond thing came to a head, and that got real dumb. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm the only thing I am kind of looking forward to is uh, like how dumb can they make it? Like, you were designing the Assassin's Creed video game last time. That was funny. Kind of. Also, you were still in the Assassin's Creed world in a weird way. So I I sort of am looking forward to see what they pull off with that. They really gotta hike it up. Like, they gotta just knock the stupid out of the park with this next one, though. I don't know. I think Ubisoft should move on to something else. Like, what is Ubisoft even doing nowadays? They're just... It's only sequels. 100% sequels. I guess The Division, which... Um, but, like, Splinter Cell, any Tom Clancy game, because there's 7,000 of those. Who's doing that Shadow of Mordor game? Uh, Obsidian? I think? I'm pretty sure it's Obsidian. WB? Just off the top of my head. Because it's using the Batman engine. No. It's using the it's using the Batman, yeah. It's using the Batman. Uh-huh. Here, let, I'll find out for you. Uh Monolith, sorry, Monolith, not Obsidian. Published by WB, yeah. Oh, I see. Yeah, uh well, you know, Assassin's Creed. Yeah. What's coming up? Watch Dogs. Yeah. Uh Elder Scrolls Online, if that's something you're into. No. Watchdogs. When's Watchdogs? Uh, May? I think it's in May. Great. I'm pretty sure it's in May. Great. Yeah. What are your thoughts on that? On Watchdogs? Yeah. Uh, I'm reserving judgment. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of the game being a game. Like, I've only seen scripted demos at events. Mm-hmm. I've only seen uh, trailers where they show plot like, I really don't have a good sense of what that game is going to be yet. So I'm kind of... I'm reserving judgment. See, that's going to be another one. Because, like, by the time that comes out, I'm sure I'll be done Ground Zeroes and Infamous. And by the time that comes out, it's going to be another thing where I'm desperate to play another game. So even if it doesn't... I'm I'm also reserving judgment. I'm, I was super excited about that game, but because of... Just the behind-the-scenes stories that it may or may not be as good as everybody says it's going to be. It's been delayed. I don't know how it's going to turn out. But at that point, I'm going to be like, well, there's another new game that I I need to play. So here's my $70. Probably going to be $85 by that point. Here's my $85. Jack Trenton. Finally out of control. Get Jackie T back in there, man. It's falling off the rails. He was the only one holding back, holding back that those prices. Yeah. Uh, the producer Castlevania left Konami. Yeah, that's that's kind of interesting. Yeah. I guess uh, they were they were making him make Facebook games, and he have just basically threw his hands up and said nuts to this, and pieced it. Yeah. Does anybody really care about the Castlevania games, though? Uh, Oliver does. I do. Yeah. We're not sure why, but... It's I'm sure, great. I'm sure he has his reasons. Oh, Lords of Shadow 2. Lords of, Lords of Shadow, period. Eh. Eh. Nothing. Nothing to do with that. It's... Uh, so this is the guy. This is, uh, like, 
Lords of Shadow aside, this is the guy that made the original. Yeah, the Koji, original Castlevania. Koji Igarashi, yeah. Um, and he he had his hands all over Symphony of the Night, and I guess the story is like they did not want to make those. They did not want to make those games. They did not want to continue making those games. They want to make 3D action games like in the vein of Lords of Shadow. So if this guy wants to break off and make more of those classic Castlevania games, I'd be all, I'd be into it, wouldn't you? Like you love Symphony of the Night, Matt. Yeah, but I think that it's still a great game. It's just, would I pay sixty dollars for a side-scrolling two-dimensional Metroidvania <laughs> game? Heck, no. no. Just go buy Rogue Legacy for nine bucks. Yeah, that game the, the, is like amazing. there's so much of that now. Rogue Legacy, Guacamelee, like so much. You can't swing a dead cat without hitting a side-scrolling 2D Metroidvania. I kind of hate the word, the phrase now, Metroidvania, because everything is everything's a Metroidvania or a roguelike. And arguably, Metroid hasn't made a game like that in a long time. So go a very long time. Yeah. So, uh, but. I don't know. I I totally like. I loved Guacamelee. I love Symphony of the Night, and I would play. I would play more. Um, Mirrors of Fate was very much so. Castlevania. Yeah. When would you it, start it, saying Castlevania? It was a Vania. Yeah, a Vania. Okay. Yeah. And it was I, in the Vania vein. I really wanted to play that game, but there were other games that I played, so I kind of skipped out on it. And and the lore of Castlevania is just incredible now. Like, Apparently I tried, it gets super, I, super stupid towards the end of uh, I stumbled Shadows through it 2. When, when I tried to explain it the, um, on one of our previous shows, but in my head I'm like, man, this is an awesome story. Yeah, it's one of those <laughs> things where you sound like a crazy person. <laughs> yeah. yeah, just like when you try to explain Metal Gear to anyone. Yeah. yeah. Uh, That's kind of all the news I got. I know all the characters in Metal Gear and I don't confuse them with either their son or their father. I'm or sure there are a ton of other news stories. Person. But uh, that's all I got for this week in news. Let's do some emails. Yeah. This goes. Uh, so this this could have been a news. This goes to something. Um, Matt writes in, says, uh, I was watching some TV, and I saw an ad for the new KFC sandwich, The Big Boss. Big boss. So if you guys could create a video game-themed fast food item, what would it be? <laughs> There uh, is indeed, just before we get into it, there is a KFC sandwich cross promoting Metal Gear called the Big Boss. Hashtag really, like a boss. Yeah. It's actually for Metal Gear. It's yep. just not a coincidence. Nope. And they're do it they're using the fucking hashtag like a boss all on the internet. Oh, it's so dumb. So dumb. A couple of guys we went out for lunch on Friday and a couple of guys got it. It's it's essentially a Big Mac with with, with chicken. Like chicken breast, bread and chicken breasts instead of like the beef patties. So it's like bread, chicken, Sign bread, chicken, up. bread. Yeah, there's lettuce and sauce and okay. pickles, I think. No, so can, sounds... can you only get it in the states? No, you can get it here. Really? Yeah, a couple of guys. I would have gotten it, but we had plans to go out that Friday for supper, so I didn't want to fill fill myself up. But yeah, I saw it. I'm like, big boss. And it just, it wasn't, it, it didn't explicitly say, hey, cross-promotion with uh, Hideo Kojima's Metal Gear, but... A Hideo Kojima sandwich. This <laughs> of Hideo Kojima, like, promotion. The way that he tried to, tried to pass off Ground Zeroes as a Moby Dick game. 
the way he tried to he put bandages on it uh, on his face. There is going to be no phantom pain. This whole thing has just been a lead up to the sandwich. <laughs> like, that's it. The phantom pain is the cardiac arrest you're feeling from eating these big boss sandwiches. Hashtag like a boss. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Hashtag join the conversation. <laughs> Dumb as hell. Video uh, fast food themed. No, video game fast food. What'd you guys do? Taco Bell always has their like Halo Mo- Mountain Dew and Halo and Taco Bell. Those three seem to line up an awful lot. I think I got a Halo combo or something one time at a Taco Bell. Delson Rose smoked bacon. Oh, Delson. I get it because he's got smoked po- smoke powers. Yeah, there you go. That one was a little. Yeah, that was pretty dumb. A little out there. He just infamous smoked bacon. I don't know. Infamous, uh, infamous neon highlighters. Yeah, the neon running lights. Seattle in uh, Infamous is the only city in the world now that has neon running lights anymore. You see those cars? What are neon run- running lights? Like, like the underglow? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like racer vehicles? Yeah, but, well, sure. I wouldn't use the term racer vehicles because I'm not a racist. <laughs> it's but... not a racist term. <laughs> Did you say ricer? Ricer. With an I? Or <laughs> or racer with an A? <laughs> Whatever. Let's move on. All right. Uh, I don't know. How about something... Uh, there's got to be some Lords of Shadow. Something dumb you can do there. Castlevania. Yeah. I Build think your should... own combo. They should have did, uh, for Grand Theft Auto, they should have had, uh, like a rib place, Franklin selling ribs. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sure. What about, like, what if we just started doing, like, procedurally generated combos? I'd like the roguelike combo, and you just roll the dice, and it's like, oh, drink, drink, drink. Awesome. Great. (laughs) It's, like, a little bit reduced. Like, it's only $4, but you just, you gotta, you know, you could get drink, drink, drink. Yeah, or two drinks and a a soda, and a a sandwich, I mean. So, let's not bullshit. I would fucking buy the hell out of that. Yeah. How cheap would it have to be? How cheap would it have to be, though? Because, like, you might get screwed. I'd be upset if I were hungry and I bought th- and it happened to roll three drinks. I'd be okay. Uh, well, we can get uh, all right. Uh, I got some microtransactions that I'd like to pitch to you. <laughs> you can pay a dollar and re-roll. Yeah, you can re-roll one of the dice if you want. Extra dollar. If it were like if it were like sandwich and side and drink that you had to roll like three dice for, and that's well, what how- if. What if it was always, like, sandwich, side, drink, but the toppings on the sandwich and, like, the meat in the sandwich, the whole sandwich was random. There you go, yeah. Uh, the drink was random. The side was totally random. Yeah. I feel like that's something we should do next time we go to, like, a subway and you're in town. <laughs> just bring, like, a fistful <laughs> of dice? Like, just a sec. We got to mark down, okay, lettuce is one, tomatoes are two, <laughs> and we're just going to roll? Well, I mean, we can figure all that out beforehand, but yeah, that's basically the theory. I don't think anybody would buy that. (laughs) I wouldn't buy into that, but that's my idea. Uh, Rogue Legacy at Carl's Jr., the Rogue Legacy meal. I would totally buy into that. Sounds like fun. 
Jesse but writes in. Having the drink, drink, drink combo would be upsetting. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse writes in, says, uh, my question for you guys is, have you ever gone through a period of time where you've lost your drive to play video games? What I mean is, it was almost like you lost your interest in video games. For myself, this included not being able to finish games, despite the fact that they're great games, and I would normally finish them. Thanks so much. Keep up the great work, Jesse. I go through that, like, in the summer, sort of, because I've now, like, really increased my want to be outside, whether it be, like, biking or walking my dog or just doing stuff outside, like going camping on the weekends and such. So that's, well, now that's, that you can't walk your dog anymore, he can still walk. Kevin <laughs> can't see. He's not feet blind, Kevin. <laughs> I sort of hit that wall like Recently. right after Thief. Yeah, right after Thief. Like I was just like, oh god, what am I doing with my life? Like seriously, I'm, uh, these games aren't even good anymore. All I'm doing is wasting money on them. God, what the hell? With everything. I don't know. Uh, it happens. As you grow happens. up, it happens. Yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know, does he mention how old he is? No, no, it doesn't say. So, when you're a kid, like, there's not much you can do, right? Unless unless your your parents enroll you in, like, sports or activities, or you truly like going outside, ride your bike or whatever, there's not much you can do. So, like, you'll play games, and you'll play games, and you'll play games, but at our age, especially me with a dog and a girlfriend and stuff. We like going outside and doing stuff. So, yeah, like, it's not like I'm ever... I don't think I've ever been resentful of games, like how you went through, Matt. It's just that... It's a dark time. Sometimes I'll I'll want to go outside. But when when it's rainy and shitty out, and, like, I can't go outside, then I'm like, yeah, awesome. This is a good time to play video games. Or when it's, you know, the eight months of winter that we have here. Yeah, and then winter happens, and then yeah, yeah. All, all in video games. I wish they, I wish these video game developers would uh, take that into account. I was kind of uh, like, maybe it's just part of getting older, but like outside seems pretty great right about now. Hey, <laughs> there was, there was like one or two nice days out there. I, I even went for a run. I was yeah, outside. Yeah, yeah, I can't believe like, that, Matt. He, yeah, yeah, and then it got shitty physical. again, and then it got super shitty. So, and I had to run in my house, and it's stupid. Why would you ever run in a house? You look like an idiot. Did you like put on some shorts and some runners, and maybe I a, put on a, uh, like it was it was still a little it was a little brisk. So I put on like sweatpants, sweatpants and a sweater, toque. It was like uh, it was floating right around zero when I was out, but there was no like all the snow uh, on the sidewalks was melted, all the ice was melted. Yeah. Yeah, and the sun was out. That was the big thing. The sun was out, and it was just nice to go and get some yeah. sun. Can oh, I boy. interest you in getting a bike and going bike riding? Uh, that would... Your joints. I'm sorry? It's a lot what? less impact, impact on your joints. Oh, okay. I thought you said we'd have to pack more joints. <laughs> well, clearly you don't know how many I bring running with me. Uh, yeah. You know what? If I get back to Edmonton, I'd be... Yeah, I'd do some bike riding. For Perfect. sure. Perfect. And, you know, I, I since I lost all that weight, uh, it's not nearly as shitty as it was. There's a lot less Mad Eads to haul around, so. There you it's go. weird. Yeah. Hmm. Kevin. Uh, what's up? You ever go through a stint? You're the oldest of us of us all, right? Uh, only in age. Okay. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. 
<laughs> Do you ever go through a thing where you're like, video games? No, no thanks. Um, kind of. It's uh like. I play. I don't play games like you guys play games. I play one game. I am a one game kind of a guy. Yeah. And I, I always have the the periods in between games where I'm just like whatever. Like when I stopped playing World of Warcraft, there was probably like six eight months where I maybe played an hour of video games a week, and it was just whatever. But if <laughs> I if I find something that I enjoy and then it keeps my interest like currently Diablo is doing then I'll play it until I find the next thing that keeps my interest I mean it was for two years it was League of Legends and I haven't played League of Legends in like three weeks now do you think this is the end of League of Legends I don't know man I don't know the ending of an era I'm just saying it it might be time to move on to something else Hmm. but no I've never really been I don't really burn out on games that much because, like I said, I I don't play games. I play game. (laughs) Cody writes in. He wants a little career advice. He says, uh, hey, MTP crew, I have a question about the radio industry. Is going into the radio biz worth the time in college? How is the pay? And overall, is it a fun job? Uh, And then there's some, some garbage here about how Swag loves Kanye, which... Yeah. <laughs> we get it. We get it. That guy likes Kanye. We we get it. Uh, radio's okay. Is it monetarily worth your time in college? Absolutely not. The pay is uh, really bad. Really bad. But at the same time, you know, I'm not hating going into work every day. I'm not lost, digging ditches. And it's not like... It's not like you're at the point in your radio career where people from other cities are contacting you and saying, hey, we have a spot open on our morning show. Would you like to move halfway across the country? Well, yeah, if, if you can... That happens all the time, right, in, in radio. Yeah, if you're famous and good at your job, yeah, then if you become one of the famous people, you absolutely can make money hand over fist. But, I mean, for Joe Average Radio hosts, money's not, not great, but, I mean, it's the trade-off, right? You do a job you love and you have fun and you just basically say bullshit into a microphone all day and you get paid okay and i mean uh like if say your parents are really pushing you to get to college uh radio is a almost guaranteed way to go and get a college degree i challenge you to fail the radio program so basically what you're saying is if you want to give your parents a big fuck you i don't really need an education uh-huh. just go yeah. with the radio yeah let me ask you something that sure could you have gotten the same job or even in like a position in at a radio station without having gone to school? It is yes. possible. It is. N- I wouldn't be on the air five days a week, five hours a day like I am right now. But it there does happen. There is a girl who works at the Bear, who works on the morning show, who up until a year and a half ago <laughs> did not have her high school education. Jillian Foot. Yes. Really. I was listening to the bear at work one day, and they said, yeah, Jillian's not in today because she's getting her GED. Really? So yeah, that bitch must have sucked a lot of dick to get her position. Jillian, if you're listening, you can suck my dick. 
If you're if you're it's an attractive lady, you can get basically any job without, you know, if you can use your wiles, you can circumvent all that college noise. And it does happen. You you know you could, you basically uh, entry level position is you know you drive the vehicle around in the summer. You're the summer cruiser person, and then maybe something opens up and you know they need somebody to cover an on air shift an hour a night, and you can get in that way, or you can go to college for two years. And then just get thrown right in like I did. That's cool. Yeah, it's all right. No, it's cool. Like I mean, you you did your thing, right? You you said you tried being an electrician. It totally wasn't for you. Then you decided going decided to go into radio, and you like it. And I mean, we've been doing this podcast for years and years and years. And I mean, it's something like you've parlayed that, not maybe directly, but you've parlayed talking into a microphone into a career. So that's yeah. cool. Love what you do. That's funny use of words. Do what you love. Yeah. Podcast at manithink.com is the email address. You want to write in some emails? That's going to do it for this here show. Um, Eric may or may not be back next week. Who knows? If he is, I'm sure he'll have many a tale to tell about his newborn baby girl. Maybe we'll even get her on the show. I bet her jokes are funnier than Eric's. <laughs> She's probably also better at most games already. Oh. You can follow me on Twitter if you want. I'm the Mad Eads on there. Um, OJ <laughs> underscore A underscore? I yeah, you got anymore. it. You got there it. There you go. Isn't it Change OJ it. E underscore oh, A underscore? And I've said that wrong for the last like three Do you weeks. Listen, I'm going to give you permission. If you want, you can be the Oliver Aguilar. I was thinking about that. If I've you want, I've no, that. let's not say this on air because oh, it's sorry, it's too late. But honestly, I have thought about that because I am super, super unhappy with my current Twitter name. Yeah, it's dumb as hell. Hey, did my webcam just explode again? It looks like it did. Yeah, it totally did. Because like I literally just took my shirt off. Oh, really? Well, yeah. So it's bad news. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm losing. I'm losing video feed of both you guys. Actually, yeah, it's chopping up. So we'll uh, we'll axe it here. Kev, do you want to plug your Twitter? Hey, yeah, uh, Dinner Dangles. Cool. Rate and review. Yeah, if you guys sure. want to play Diablo with me? Token Priest number fourteen twenty nine. Join our clan. Can we open up uh, clan invites? I got all the power you need. What's our? How do people find the clan on Diablo three? No, neither do I. <laughs> just uh, uh, just add me as a friend, then. Uh, what, what's your thing again? Token Priest. 1429. 1429. There you go. We'll see you all next week.